even though it is the worst podcast I have ever heard. Marky Geeks. I am Frankie, and I've only been once to North Carolina. Dan Seuss. I'm just gonna use it every week now, in in different ways. Cool. <laughs> Makes it easy for me. Yeah. And I am John Terriano, and this is not WWE Dynamite. <laughs> uh, con- uh, you're listening to episode 97. Contact information as always. You can reach the show at www.thesmarkygeeks.com. Call hotline number. At 347 Smarky6 or 347-762-7596. Leave us a question, review, be part of the show, a comment, whatever. Subscribe to us on whatever podcast catch you use, uh, particularly Apple Podcasts, and leave us a five-star review there. Um, subscribe to our Twitters, at SmarkyGeeks, at FrankDanceSews. At the John Tran. Subscribe to us on our Facebook group. It's my favorite place to be online, usually. And uh, subscribe. Usually. <laughs> Yeah, sometimes y'all push push me to my limits. But uh, <laughs> subscribe to us on our Instagrams, at the Smarky Geeks. And as always, let's get on with the show. A uh, couple things. How you been, for, for, I've been good. You've been, you've been busy. Yeah, I've been busy. So right. the show's going to be... Scattered. Yeah, it's been scattered like, like it's been. We're going to try to put up the... I was supposed to put an episode out this week. I just couldn't bring... Yeah. I didn't have the energy for it. Yeah, and, and the way this show is, is if anyone is... A, a transfer over from the snarky geeks. Um, I was very animate about putting out a weekly show. Yeah, well, even if point, we had nothing to talk about. To the, to the point of being annoying. Yeah, like ten minute shows and shit like that. Was, Just with something new every week. Yeah, we were trying to keep. We were trying to. We were trying to undertake our thing. Trying to keep a uh, some weird streak alive. Yeah, and that I I feel like that harmed it a little bit. You know. It like watered it down. Yeah, it watered it down. If we had nothing to say, we just uh, ran the show, and then we ran. We vaped for like 10, 15 yeah. minutes and called Here for this show, it's listen. For me, if I got to do, if I have time to do a solo show, I know I'm gonna have a lot to say because I, I, I'm passionate about this business or watching it rather. Not I'm not in the business, but I, I watch it a lot. So whether it's AEW, NXT, or WWE, or Stardom, whatever. I want to talk about it, right? And and I want to keep going if it's by myself or with you. I prefer with you. That way we can argue. And, Aww. and that's fun. Aww. I don't want to hear my own voice and just keep agreeing with myself, you know? Yeah, and my problem is I don't like, doing, I don't like solo episodes. Yeah. Because I don't know how to just... I don't know how to. I just don't like just not talking to anybody. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're saying. You know. Um, but, uh... Yeah, so so if we can, the, the the idea is to definitely try to get an episode out every week, if we can. Right. If we can't, we can't. Yeah. That's life. Yeah, yeah. I got three fucking kids, man. And I want I want to get out of it, man. Can someone help me? I'm joking. I love my kids. I love my life. I love my kids. I love my life. I love my kids. I love my life. I love my kids. All right. I'm convinced. 
Let's go. <laughs> we don't, like, we're trying to convince me. You don't try to convince them or yourself. But, uh, yeah. So, that's, that's the general yeah, thing I mean, of this show. I don't want us to push out episodes just because. Right. Just, I mean, definitely, like, the, ep- the short episode you did, I felt should go out because it was a preview and we never really got to do the right, preview right, right. of that NXT show. Uh, so, stuff like that might happen again, too. Even myself, if I just don't put out, you know, but... Yeah, just, you know, just, just that's the general idea. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you got something to talk about? You got something to talk about? Oh yeah, about? yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> non sports related, non non wrestling, non sports entertainment, non sports <laughs> but definitely entertainment. <laughs> for the first time, now everybody that knows me knows I'm a Phoenix Suns fan. I'm a Suns fan for twenty years. We've actually gone to games. You and me. Uh, thanks to Lexus, we've actually gone to games. Yeah. For the first time since 1993, the Phoenix Suns are in the NBA Finals. A uh, couple of weird, not notes, but a couple of things about the, series, about the Finals. This will be the first Finals since 1971 where every player in the, ch- in the game has never won a championship before. Nice. So, in other words, most players, like, they go from one team to another... And that they'll have won a championship the previous year on their previous team. It always happens. Always a few players. No player has won a championship on either one of these teams. The closest, I think, was Jay Crowder for Phoenix. He went to the finals last year with the Heat and lost to the Lakers inside the bubble. Um, this game is Phoenix Suns and Milwaukee Bucks. If you know your NBA history, in 1968, the Suns and the Bucks were both expansion teams. So they both flipped for the right to get the first pick in draft. The Bucks won the flip over the Suns and drafted Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. <laughs> so this is kind of you know this is kind of, kind of revenge for the flip this year. That, that that's one of the things that Sun the, the, the diehards out in Arizona are, are doing. Um, we get to the actual the playoffs this year. People are complaining, not complaining. They they want to put an asterisk around the Suns this year. Because every team they played in the playoffs had, was, were injured. Yeah. In the first round, Antonio Davis, um, Anthony Davis got hurt. In the, in the conference semis, Jamal Murray was out. Was one their second, uh, Denver's second best player. In this series, um, crap, the Clippers were missing Kawhi Leonard, their best player. But that's what it's all about. It's how you build your team to win. The Suns are a deep team. James Jones is the GM of Phoenix, and he went to the finals seven years in a row, retired, took over as GM of the Suns and built a contender, rebuilt the team. He drafted right, he hired the right people, he signed the right free agents. He built this team to win. The biggest thing they did, Phoenix did, was they brought in Chris Paul. Chris Paul... His nickname is the Point Guard. He's one of the best point guards in the league. After in, after his stay in Houston, he was traded to Oklahoma City. People thought he was done in Houston. They thought his career was like he didn't have any. He was thirty four at the time. When Chris Paul demanded a trade, when Oklahoma City was ready to move on from Chris Paul at the end of it, the twenty season, nineteen twenty season, they asked Chris Paul where he wanted to go. They wanted to accommodate him where he wanted to go. He did take Oklahoma City to the playoffs. What happens a lot now is a lot of these players, they want to go play with other superstars. 
They want to go play for the Lakers. They want to go play for whatever team is on near the top, the top of the food chain. Um, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving did it in Brooklyn. They want to play with, they want to play together in Brooklyn with Kevin Durant, who also who did it when he went from Oklahoma City to Golden State to win a championship and then winning two. Chris Paul wanted to go to Phoenix. He liked the team there. Monty Williams who used to be his coach in New Orleans. Was the coach there? He wanted to play there, so that's where he went. Jay Crowder, who was on Miami Heat last season, went to the finals. People were texting him after the, after he signed. Why did you go to Phoenix? They haven't been in the playoffs in ten years. Well, they're in the finals now. <laughs> um, yeah. So again, it's gonna be a fun finals. This is this is this is what the NBA's worst nightmare. Two small market teams in the finals. Uh, okay. You know, if you watch the the Clippers series, the referees do everything they could to help the Clippers win the series. The referees? Yeah. There were NBA has heel referees. The referees will call games certain ways if they want if they want games to go certain ways. It happens all the time. This is Lucha? This is like Lucha. A little bit. <laughs> no, the Clippers didn't take a foul shot in game six to the second quarter. 20 minutes into the game. And Phoenix still persevered. And they, and they just... They, by the end of the third quarter, the game was over. And Phoenix had their share of injuries. Chris Paul... Um, in the conference semifinals... Well, what series was he at? In the first round, Chris Paul got hurt in game one. He was basically not 100% the rest of that series. He st- and they still won. Showed you how tough that team is. When they went to... I'm trying to remember what round it was. Fuck. The second round, I think it was the second round against Denver. No, the conference finals against the Clippers. Chris Paul missed the first two games because of COVID. He caught COVID. He had the vaccine. He didn't get sick, but he had it. And they still went to the finals. <laughs> so it's going to be a fun finals this year. For me, this is 28 years. It was 1993 when Charles Barkley was in Phoenix. Going to the finals. That been to, this is their first time in the playoffs since 2010. Two years ago, they had the worst record in the league. But this team was built right. All the players there know their role. And they shut their mouths and had a little wrestling reference. But everybody's the problem with Chris Paul. The problem with happened with Chris Paul was when he was in Houston. Him and him and um, James Harden didn't get along. Houston went with James Harden over Chris Paul, which ended up backfiring for them because James Harden ended up getting traded. When he went to Oklahoma City, he got them to the playoffs, but their young players didn't buy into what he was doing. He was a a fourteen year vet at the fifteen year vet at the time. They didn't buy into the system. He didn't, they didn't buy into his teachings. When he went to Phoenix, they just bought in. They listened to him. He told them, this is how you're going to win. They listened to him, and look where we are. So I am very excited. Unfortunately, I won't be going to any of the games. Because I'm not going to Milwaukee or Phoenix. So. Oh, yeah. But I'll be watching one team. <laughs> so I'll be missing the Great American Bash night one. Not night one, I'll be missing the Great American Bash. Because... No, you're not doing that two-night thing again, right? No, no. But I'll be missing, so I'll be missing a Great American Bash this year. Live, anyway. I'll catch it on replay. Yeah. 
I the problem is I could have YouTube TV. I can't watch it on more than one device. Otherwise, I'd have to game on one and wrestling on the other. Yeah. I think I did that. At some point during the playoffs, I did that. And I forgot what I had playing. I think I, was, I forgot what I was watching. I was watching a pay-per-view on a Sunday night. I was watching a pay-per-view on one on the TV. Watching basketball on my t- on my phone. So yeah, I had more information about the basketball thing, but I didn't write anything down. <laughs> I'm not good at writing shit down. So. Right, that's my wrestling talk, basketball talk, brother. All right, all right, yeah, hey, man. Let's bring it back. And next week I'll be talking about more because the Suns start winning. <laughs> all right, let, 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 what are we here for? What are we here for? It, it's Fourth of July. So what are we watching? We are watching the first great, the first WWE Great American Bash in 2004. Yeah. Looks like it's RVD and... The Rene Dupree. Yeah, against John Cena and Booker T. Yeah. Is it a tag match? No. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck this is. Because they're out there. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, so let's get right back into it. Let's, uh, let's talk about the the, the, the grip and grabs. The grips and the grabs. So uh, WWE has some fun. Yeah. So uh, they this a uh, multi billion dollar company that's made more money than they've ever made ever. Uh, released some people due to uh, uh, budget. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Reasons. Yep. Um. So, uh, do we know who was released? Uh, I think in, in this latest batch, I was looking for it just. Uh, as uh, you were give me a second. Yeah, give me a second. It wasn't the Braun Strowman batch. No, right? no, 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 no. Give me a second. Like I found a list that has everyone that was released this year, but it doesn't tell me like in what order. Give me a second. I forgot who was released. But did we talk about Braun Strowman though? No, I th- that was a solo episode I did. Murphy. Yeah, that was the same thing. Ruby Wright. Fandango. No. Yeah. No, no, no. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was the most recent, right? Fandango? Uh, yeah. Yeah. That was one of the and, most um, recent. And, um... Oh. Uh, Tony... Okay, I think I got it. So, let's see. So, June 25th. The Bali... Here we go. Fandango. Killian Dane. Okay, go ahead. Was, from what I'm understanding, the Fandango... Here we go. Here we go. Fandango and Tyler Breeze. Right, right, right. Tony Nese. Right. Uh, Killian Dane. Of Ar- Aria Davari. August Gray. Samir Singh and the other Singh. The Bollywood Boys. The Bollywood Boys. August Gray. Yeah, I said uh, Kurt Stalling. Arturo Wuhas. Marina Shafir, which is very interesting. Uh, Killian Dane. Well, I, don't think she, I don't think she was wrestling anymore. I think she was doing behind behind the scenes stuff. No, you're thinking of the blonde hair one. Marie Shavir was uh, is Roddy's wife. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. And she was. She was in the tag league thing. Right. She had. was supposed to be in um Diamond. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Yeah, but I don't know. I'm curious. Maybe she just is done with us. I don't know. And Everise. And Everise, which surprised me. Everise once surprised me a little bit because I've been kind of pushing them. But, uh, so. <laughs> yeah. Very interesting. It's interesting, but, um, I, I mean, 
they weren't really using most of these guys. And you could, I was surprised about Everrise too, because they were using them at least. Yeah. But they were just. They're, they're, all of these people that were released were a dime a dozen. Right. right. The Killian Dane one surprised me a little bit. Yeah. But then again, after they released Alexander Wolf, I wasn't surprised. Because they were headed somewhere with Alexander Wolf and Killian Dane with Imperial. They were headed somewhere with that. Yeah. And yeah. Tommaso Ciampa. They were headed somewhere well, with... the whole Imperium thing was something that they, because of these releases, I guess, it's just shelved. Right? It's like, it's it's gone. You yeah. Know? You know, look at what happened. With, it, Fandango was involved in that shit. You know? Like, it's just... Holy shit. I think Imperium is getting rid of all these motherfuckers. Everyone they fight... Gets released. Fanda- the Fandango, the what were they called? Brizango. Yeah. Um, released. Uh, Alexander Wolf released. Killian Dane released. Put a stop to these Imperium guys. You know, they're the real bad guys. Yeah. So let's let's go over these guys real quick. Right. And let's see. Let's start with. Uh, let's talk about Brizango. Let's Fandango and Tyler Breeze. Uh, Taylor Breeze is interesting because he was a, a company guy. He was a guy that was always tweeting like, hey, I love my life. I got a house because of this company, blah, blah, blah. Right? So, it depends on his attitude, I guess. He has a school. Right. Which has a great name. Um, and I'm trying to remember it. Uh, Flatbacks, it's called. Okay. It's called Flatbacks. And I think he owns it with um, Spears. Yeah. Sean Spears. Um... So he can always just go to that and, and just do wrestling through the um teach the next he's young too, I think he's like thirty five or something. Yeah, he, yeah, he's not old now. So it depends on his Oh, it doesn't take much. Okay. It's something. Yeah. But uh Yeah. It was, it was I, I mean he could go anywhere. Where do you see him landing? Impact. I, Impact probably, probably be the best. Impact will be a nice place for him. And, him and um, Fandango together in Impact. Fandango's another interesting one. Because um, he's a great wrestler. But uh, they, they just couldn't get be, you know, beyond his um, gimmick. And uh, He was with that company since 06. That's crazy. And Breeze has been there for a while too. Uh, 2010. Uh, Tony Nice. This one I saw coming. They were hardly using him. Uh, he's a great talent. I hope he goes through through the Indies first, back into the Indies, and just revitalizes the Indies uh, before an- landing anywhere else. What's that triple threat, man? Is that fatal forward? Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So Tony Nice and in Indies. Tony Nice in New Japan would be great for the Super J Cup and all that stuff before landing anywhere else. Uh, Davari, he's a good hand. Uh, impact. Uh, August Gray, Impact. What do you Bollywood saying? Boys, Impact. Uh, Bollywood Boys are actually really, really good, though. And I could, they would be a, benef- a huge benefit for Impact. Um, but I can see them going to Japan and do, like, the the junior... I forgot what they call their junior tag tournaments and stuff like that. Um, but Impact would be fine. Uh, Kurt Stallion. Guy we saw once in NXT. <laughs> Indies. Yeah. He's young. He had just signed with the company um, last October. 
I'd say he just goes right back into the Indies and just revi- helps revitalize the in- Indies. But you know what? Gag, finish, finish, finish the, the list, and I got something to say. Finish the list. Arturo Rujas. Um, he? Well, again, he's another guy I can see going through the Indies. Um, I would like to see him in Bloodsport, Arturo Rujas, because he has that shoot style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. When Marina Shafir. I think she ended up back in WWE. Probably. Killian Dane. Anywhere in Europe. I think I think he gets re-signed maybe goes to UK. NXT UK? Yeah. Why don't they just send him to UK? I don't have an answer for that. Because <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't like he had a big contract. Right. Killian Dane. So they could have just sent him to the UK. Um, some of these I can understand, like, um, like the 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 Bollywood boys, they had main event, main roster contracts, I believe, because they were on the main roster a lot. Um, so I can see them being released because of they probably had a too big of a contract. Um, Maria Shavira, I don't think she had a big contract. Killian Dane, I don't believe had a big contract, nor did I think Everise did. Everise can go anywhere. Um, Ring of Honor, maybe? <laughs> Where? Ring of Honor? Ring of Honor? Yeah, that'd be fun there. Actually, yeah. Uh, Marina can go to Ring of Honor for sure. If and, you know, if, if coming back's not an option. Yeah, that, I could definitely see Marina down in the Ring of Honor. Um, yeah, same thing with the Everrise boys. And that's it. Okay, so... That's basically it. What, you, what did I, you want to say? I, I kind of said it right. I think a lot of you guys... I think... Like Shafir, I think they may end up back in NXT at some point. Like maybe even the UK version of it. Everybody might end up back there. I think a lot of these people will end up back there at some point. Because look, we and, and we're speculating about where they, this person go, where that person's gonna go. But look, Smo Joe came back. If you yeah. read the article, well, Joe got contacted the day after he got fired. Yeah, he was always coming back. Selena Vega, who everybody swore on their mothers were going, was going she was going to AEW. Yeah. She was going to be Andre's big surprise in AEW. Yeah. She's back. Yeah. The the thing is, with Samoa Joe, like I said, he had, or had, main roster contract. They redid that contract. So, odds are, he's not getting as much money as he was before. Odds are, he doesn't have a wrestling contract. Um, like he had before. Now he has a backstage contract, or whatever it's called. Alright? So, so for like guys like Smooth Joe, I can see that reason. Um, these other guys, like I can see Braun Strowman coming back, but it's going to be for a lot less money. You know? Same thing with um, Ruby Riot, who was also released. You know? She was getting, I don't know, the, the, the thing that I heard was she was getting like 200000 a year. Which is not the biggest in WWE. But that's a lot of money. Yeah. You're paying someone who doesn't really do much right. on your show, who isn't much, and you can replace with anyone else. Right? So, and I think that's the thing with this Nick Khan guy. Like, the like the big narrative out there lately is that WWE is prepping for a sale. Right. And, and, look, and I, I don't see that. But the signs are all pointing there, though. Right? The problem is, even if we don't see it, it's kind of heading. We, they, it, the, what they're doing is pre, you know they get rid of deadweight talent and sit, they're, they're trying to save money. 
and you and you do that when you're trying to up your bottom line for a sale. It, I mean, it could be. It could very well be that. And I spoke about this on my one of the solo shows I did, and which is good because I want to hear what your take is on it. I, it, it could very well be they're preparing for a sale. Or the thing with Vince, Vince, I'm bring this down a little bit. Sorry, sorry. Um, the thing with Vince, Vince had always for you years. You know, it's funny, real quick. The reason we always had it high is because of Lucy. Yeah. <laughs> so she wanted to fuck yeah. with him. And her tail wouldn't be smacking it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, The oh, thing man. with Vince, oh, memories. No worries. I'm sure we'll have a new mascot at some point. Anyway, I'm sorry. No, but the mascot right now is the AC behind Yeah. Um, the thing with Vince, for years, even before, like, during WCW days, when before he bought WCW, he always talked about, this isn't um, real. You know, he, he, he broke the kayfabe. You know, like, it's not a wrestling, it's not a sport, it's sports entertainment, right? Right talked about that all the time and the thing that he Vince want, always wanted to be is a media mogul right during the WCW days it was never about him versus Bischoff in his head it was always about him versus um, Turner. Turner thank you you know because that's that's the way he sees it so you always talked about this isn't a wrestling company it's a wrestling entertainment right but he never he talked that talk but he never walked that walk was the way he promoted things, you know, counter booking and all that stuff, you know, getting wrestlers just so other companies couldn't get wrestlers, you know, that's old school wrestling promotion stuff. He didn't run it like a business, like a communication business. He ran it like a wrestling promotion. Fast forward to today, where he continues to talk like it's not a wrestling thing; it's a it's wrestling entertainment, but. He continues to buy out everyone. He bought out the UK and all that shit. And buys out all these <coughs> other talents. Just so the other companies can't do it. You know? But then he also hires this guy called Nick Khan. Nick Khan is a business guy. Right? And he, he's vicious. Right? And Nick Khan does not give a fuck about AEW. I'm sure he knows about them. I'm sure he knows and talks and all that shit. But I'm, in the business sense, he does not give a fuck about AEW. Nick Khan makes choices based on business, right? Like when we heard like they, they shut down a lot of departments, right? Due to redundancies. Like because they had like a social media department for their network. And then they had a social media department for Raw. Why have two different departments? Just right. merge them together and get rid of one, right? That's what he did. Because that's him running a business. Nick Vince hired him to run this as a business. The way we always said it should be run, right? Right? Like, why, why is he hogging all these people? Now they're re- they're doing basically what we said that they should do: is release these wrestlers, let them go, and 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 then it'll make the wrestling, you know, uh, atmosphere, the air, arena better. So the thing with Nick Khan, like Vince, might still be like. Yeah, but if I release all these people, you know, all the, the other company, and Nick Khan's gonna look at me like I don't, I don't give a fuck. I'm making you billions of dollars a deal here, right? Because Nick Khan has done that. Nick Khan has made billions of dollars for Vince more than once. Like I, he did the, the ESPN deal, 
the ESPN Fox deal, whatever it was. Right. Which got them a billion dollars. He was part of that Saudi Arabia deal, or whatever. The the and then he was also part of this Peacock deal. Nikon. Nikon did all that. Nikon's making billions. Nikon gives no shit about AW make getting a, a few million from TNT. That's I you know. This is me saying this. AW is in no way a threat to Nikon. In Vince's head, yeah, because Vince is like, I don't want to release these guys because if I release these guys, AW is going to get them. Nikon gives no shits, right? So I just think it's just dumb running the company the way it should be run. You know, they're tightening the ship, getting rid of wrestlers they aren't using, and they can just replace with wrestlers that are getting that have cheaper contracts. You know, like Ruby Wright. They can replace. They they've already been talking about um, calling out Shotzi Blackheart, right? You know, same. She fits the same bracket as Ruby Riot, right? right? So, I just think it's just dumb tightening down the ship and just trying to righten the ship and then be a tighter company. You know. Um. Yeah, that's my take. Like, what do you think? <laughs> I guess, I mean, they're doing what we, we, on the show, we said they should do. You know, release the talent you're not using, an overbloated roster. Yeah. Yeah, and I think Nick Khan looks at that and he's like, why are we paying these people? If I'm not using Aleister Black, and I have several fucking see, wrestlers see, that see, can do the same thing he does. See, my problem with that, see, my, my one problem with your argument is that you'll get ready to bring Aleister Black Black back. Like, they, they, they were did, prepping yeah. for his return. They that's actually did. I, they actually brought him back. They did a one-week thing, saying. and then it, he was gone. He was, no, he was for a few weeks they did it. It was, one, it was basically no. one, one... They did, like, um, vignettes, yeah. Right. But he actually returned yeah. once. So my, my point is, they spent a few weeks br- preparing for his return. Just to cut him like that, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know how much I buy into that because of stuff like that. But it was a, Let, it was a small mid-card... Thing. It wasn't going to be anything major. Right, but and Nikon doesn't is, care. Nikon doesn't care about that. I still think there's, I mean, there probably isn't anything to it, but you never know, though. I still think there's something to it. Maybe Vince won't sell them out, right? Maybe he'll sell, like, part <laughs> of the int- controlling interest in it. I don't think so. Like, like, it's Vince. Like, you think Vince would give away control like that? If anything, he'll keep it in the family and then let Steffi take over, right? Cause she's in the business, you know, right. Steffi. Like I know her, but um, yeah, like 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 his gra- like his father ran the business, right? Like it's this is a legacy business. Here. Pro- See, the other thing, he bought it from his father. Yeah. So maybe there are plans for Stephanie McMahon and Triple H to buy WWE from Vince. Yeah, but do you think Vince is gonna be like, well, you're gonna pay as much as I can? get you for you know what I'm no, saying like, I'm, what I'm trying to say is maybe there is a plan for the kids Stephanie and Triple H to buy WWE from Vince so Trip, Stif, um, Stephanie and Triple H they're like right, we gotta do this this and this first I don't know what the logic would be behind why they would do it but maybe there's something to it like maybe they, maybe those things are connected somehow yeah but uh I don't know yeah but that's that's yeah, those are, those are our takes on that. Uh, Dewdrop. You want to talk about Dewdrop? No. Yeah, talk about Dewdrop first. All right. So, Piper Niven. Yeah. Great wrestler. 
from the UK and she was part of NXT UK right for a while <clears throat> uh, they brought her in as um what's her face Eva Marie Eva Marie second and uh they brought her in as Dewdrop which I actually I mean I haven't watched Raw in a couple weeks they it it's a quick storyline that they're doing where Eva Marie is trying brought her in as her second it's like she's in charge of her and it wasn't Piper Niven's choice to call herself Dewdrop. It was Maria. Um, what's her name again? Eva Ava Marie. Marie. Ava Marie did that. They were interviewing Ava Marie, and they were talking to her. And then the interviewer says, "Who's this lady right here?" And Piper Niven was about to say, "Hi, I'm Piper Niven," but she didn't get to say it because Ava Marie interrupts, grabs the mic, and like, "Oh, this is my." And she looks at her. This is Dewdrop. You know, and called a dewdrop. And if you look at Piper Niven's face, she's very, like, angry about it. Like, excuse me? Like, what? But they just r- r- ran with it. Um, and then they actually kind of... The last I saw of them, I think they had a tag match. And dewdrop left Ava Marie. And, and, and decided not to tag. Um, but I don't know where they went with it from there. But, uh, yeah, dewdrop. And they and did you, did you hear the fucking people when she made her debut, like the the quote unquote fans were all mocking her because of her weight. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, we, we knew on. that would happen. Yeah, man. this is really why we don't want Bronson Reed in the on the main roster, huh. and he's headed there anyway. Yep. <laughs> really fast. Yeah, so um, it's a good segue actually. I the the past couple weeks of the show you mentioned Shakti Blackheart, um. <clears throat> Cameron crossed that dark match on main event. He had a few dark matches on main event. So did Bronson Reed. Yeah. So did Scarlett. It looks like they're separating. She they think about bringing up Scarlett by herself. Okay. Yeah, because I know in the main event he's he's come out on himself. And now what's and it funny? Doesn't work. And what's funny is, remember a couple weeks ago before the the the, the, the before this the, the uh, fatal five way match, Adam Cole like when that makes you special is your music and your girls. Yeah. He's right. <laughs> Because Kyrie Cross came out with just the music, no smoke, no scarf, no nothing. And nobody cared. I don't think anyone's going to care even with that smoke shit. It's not going to work on the main roster, that, that entrance. It's just not. So, yeah. So, I think Cross, is, I think Cross loses the title at the Great American Bash. Well, actually, we have a review of the Great American Bash, too. Oh, yeah. Preview. Preview, huh? I think he, I think he loses the title of the Great American Bash and goes right to Raw SmackDown. Huh? Um, I will, we'll get into it later, but yeah, I don't want that. Um, Why? We'll get into it when we get into it. Um, and of course, if you watched NXT this week, you saw Bronson Reed drop the North American title, so he's going to make this. Raw SmackDown. Yeah. Um, talk about Dewdrop. Talk about Selena Vega returning. Oh, yeah. The, the, the wrestling union pioneer. Return to WWE. And erased her tweet about wrestling union, unionizing. Money yeah. talks, man. Yeah. Good for her. You know, I hope it was a good decision to make. Um, I hope she's able to keep whatever she, she was going to lose before. Um, I'd like the fact that she's there because it puts 
Alistair Black so up in the air now, right? Yeah. Where is he going to go? We don't fucking know. He could go back to WWE. Yeah. We don't know. I like that. But, um... I just think it sucks that she went back because... How many people's careers were dropped or put on hold because she held out, right? Right. Alistair Black. He was gone for such a long time because of this shit. Andrade. Uh, what's the other guy? Angel Garza. You know? All their careers put on hold for a while because she held out. Right. And now she's back. That's fucked up. Granted, I'm sure they're all good. You know, I'm sure Andrade didn't get... I'm sure he has good money, right? Yeah. You know, same thing with the other guy. But it's just kind of fucked up. That's all. That's my take. And she comes back. Day one. Loses to Liv Morgan. Via roll-up pin. Welcome back, girl. That's all I gotta say. You got any takes? I'm... When I saw she came back, I was kind of shocked. But not really. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like... Like, I was kind of shocked they brought her back. I'm like, yeah, I mean, I thought she was going to eat them. I really did. Uh, yeah, because like you, you said earlier, I thought that was going to be the, the, the surprise. The Andrade surprise. Yeah. But nope. <laughs> Unless she's working on both. Can you imagine? <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's it for news, right? You got anything? Um, we should have wrote you down. We didn't do we didn't talk about it because we didn't do a show. Samoa Joe, but oh, that's right. Yeah, Samoa Joe came back. I think we did. Yeah, we did talk about it. Yeah, we did. That was that was last episode we did before this one. We were together. Yeah. Guys, that was how we don't record every week. Goes for yeah, because I remember because I put that episode over AEW that week. Yeah. All right. I think that's the news. That's the news. Let's preview Great American Bash. You want to preview it first? Because it's going to... Yeah, it's fine. Go for it. You control this bit. Okay. Looks like there are five matches set. Um, Alright, we got Kyle O'Reilly, Adam Cole, too. This will be a straight-up wrestling match. Which is the way it should have been the first time around. This Um, match has potential to steal the night. Hopefully. But I thought it was funny. I don't think it was this week's uh, or last week's um, NXT. I think it was last week's before where um the what's his face the, the announcer guy the, the British guy oh yeah Wade Barrett Wade Barrett he's talking about um the, the match and he's like but this time it's with rules <laughs> it's like wow what a sub no right <laughs> they should be a great it should be a phenomenal like if they're given the time which they, they NXT usually is usually good at that this match could steal them. It could. It should. Um, the only problem, I'm wondering if they're, if they're going to do the, like, what's it called with the commercials? Minimal commercials and stuff? I hope they do it for the whole show. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe not for the whole show, but like for like, st- for like the big matches. Yeah. Um, we got MSK versus Tommaso Ciampa and Timothy Thatcher, which should be a, it should be a banger. It should be. And I hope MSK wins it. Because you want to establish MSK as a legit tag champ. The problem is, I don't think they are. Well, who do you think is going to win against Cole and... I'm sorry for the noise. I suck. 
Yeah, you do. Um, um, I think if Cole is staying in NXT, which I think he is, they would pull him up by now, and he'd be working dark matches. With him. I think that's why Cross and Reed are doing dark matches. He's not. I think he's staying. I think Cole takes it. Yeah. What about you? I'm going to agree. Um, yeah, I think MSK win, should win this to establish them as legit tag champions. Like, be, you know, I think they should win. I think TNT is going to win it. Um, primarily because I, I just, for whatever reason, MSK isn't over. You heard them booing, getting booed and shit like yeah. that? Like, they're just not over. I don't know why, and I think that's fucked up. But I think Tommaso and, um, and Thatcher are going to take it. Um, we got The Way, Cancel Rain, Indy Hartwell versus Io Shirai and Zoe Stark for NXT Women's Tag Titles. Uh, I, I guess Io and Stark. I don't know. <laughs> I don't care about this one. I go by, I go with The Way. We got LA Knight versus Cameron Grimes for the Million Dollar Championship. If Grimes loses, he'll become Knight's butler. And it just, just screams LA Knight's going to win. Yeah. You know why? Because Grimes is funny. And people like The Way WWE is like, if you're funny... You're going to do funny for a, for a while. Yeah. <laughs> so, so he's going to, like, Grimes going to lose, and then they're going to have a whole bunch of vignettes of him being L.A. Knight's butler, his Virgil. Yeah. Hey, I don't know, but kind of want to see L.A. Knight and Cameron Grimes as a tag team, like, together. I was hoping that's the direction they were heading in early on, where it be Ted DiBiase as their manager and them in the tag division. I was kind of hoping for that. I don't know why. The Million Dollar Men? Something like that. I really wanted to see that. The Millionaire's Club. There you go. Boom. Done. Um, and we have the main event. We'll probably be the main event. Karrion Cross, Johnny Gargano for the NXT Championship. You were going to say something before. Well, I just... Based on the your show this week, last whatever, um, they really just... Geek the shit out of Gargano. The whole episode. So how is he gonna win? You know what I'm saying? They geek the shit out of Gargano. Every time he tried to attack, he got his ass. Well, that's beat. that's the idea behind it, I think. But I'm saying, if you you create a guy that looks like a geek, how are you gonna make him champion? Keep doing this. I'm sorry, guys. Um, you are so rude. I don't know. This is all for the ASMR guys. Here you go. You are so bad. Um, so that you know, they geeked them out the whole episode. Like every time he attacked. But he did. What I liked about he never backed down. I liked that. Like he kept coming at him. But he looks like a fucking geek. You know what I'm saying? Every time. And then the last time, he gets his ass kicked. And Samoa Joe picks him up and drags him by the fucking ear, screaming and kicking. No, him because because he saved Gargano. Like, remember, Cross was gonna run him over with Gargano. Samoa Joe grabs him like he's a fucking child and drags him away, kicking and screaming. You know, you just make Gargano just look like a fucking geek. You know, which is they've been doing for him for a while, but like, how am I gonna see him as the NXT champion? Well, you better get used to it. I think you didn't see it on Tuesday. It, it's, it, it would be the worst they choice. They should have took they're, the title. I, they're probably going to do that, but it's the worst fucking choice. They should have took, the took the title of Cross in that Fatal Five way. You're going to have Cross lose that belt without getting pinned. 
Yeah, they should have did it there. I don't think they had a. I don't think they knew where Cross was headed at that point. You know, I mean, the decision came out of nowhere. If if that's what's happening, if if he loses, the decision came out of nowhere. You know, kind of like with Reed. I think the decision was like, well, we're calling him up now. Get rid of that title. You know. So, yeah, I just, you know, it sucks. Yeah, but I mean, I love Gargano. You know, he's yeah, he's one of, the, he's one of my top ten wrestlers today. You know, um, but this the the character he's been doing and this whole build is garbage. He's a geek, and if he wins, he's a geek. Well, we're ready to get used to it because he's probably gonna win. And then the geek is gonna be your NXT champion. Like, I just don't want to see that. You keep talking, I'm just my notes. I'm chewing my crackers. That make it uncomfortable for you? <laughs> Hurry up, <crackers. laughs> Hey, hey, now. It's not racist. No, I am a cracker. prejudice. There's a difference. No, I'm a cracker. <laughs> you know, fucking white people, I swear. I'm a fucking cracker. <laughs> uh, you ready for the main event? Let's do it. Let's do this. Alright. Oh, real quick, before the main event, okay. one more NBA note. Alright, go. Tory Craig will play for Phoenix. Wh- whoever wins the series and becomes the NBA championship, Tory Craig still gets a ring. What? He started the season with Milwaukee and was traded to Phoenix. And the way the NBA works, if you start on a season on one team, you get traded to the other team. Let's say he went to Phoenix and, and, and Phoenix didn't make the finals and Milwaukee won the championship. He gets a ring because the Milwaukee won the championship. Really? He, he started the season with them. Really? Right. So, th- so no matter who wins this series, Tory Craig wins the championship ring. Do you agree with that? Yes. Because a lot of players will get traded at the trading deadline. Now, he got traded. I think he got traded. At, no, he didn't get traded. He got traded early on in the season. I think maybe 18 games not enough. Of, uh, not enough. I think it should be, it should be minimum 40 games. Okay. But the way the NBA rule is, if you play a regular season game with a team and that team wins a championship and it's one game, like, if, you, if you're on a, a team and you get hurt in the first game of the season, and you're out the rest of the season, including the playoffs. Don't play a game the rest of the season. You still get a ring because you're part of that team. <laughs> yeah, so he wins the championship ring no matter who wins the series. That's nice. That's nice. I've still been instances where a player won a championship ring on one team. At the end of the season, went to another team. And the first game of the season was those two teams meeting. So he got his ring that night. <laughs> Even though he wasn't on the team, no, he was not. He was the visiting on the visiting team. Because the NBA does is an opening night. Whoever wins, say Phoenix wins the championship this year. Opening night is in Phoenix, where they where they raise the banner and the players get their rings. Yeah. So let's say I'll use Chris Paul as an example. Let's say they see that Chris Paul decides to go to New York. I'll pick a West Coast team. He decides to go to the Clippers again. Opening night, the Clippers would be hosting Phoenix, and Chris Paul would get his ring opening night. He'd be honored as a champion, even though he's not on the team anymore. He helped him win. He gets his ring. So Tory Craig gets a ring no matter what. I guess <laughs> as a win-win for him. 
I guess it makes sense. I, I, I don't know I if guess. I 100% agree with it. I mean, he was part of that, that you know, that, that journey. Right. He I, started I, yeah. to see the with them and yeah. he got tricked. Right. I, 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 I can agree. But it's a weird, that's a weird little stat, though. Yeah. This NBA whole this whole NBA postseason has weird stats. Phoenix is the first. I'm going back to basketball now. Mm-hmm. Phoenix is the first team in NBA history to beat two teams in the playoffs that play in the same building. The Clippers and the Lakers both play in the same building. The Suns eliminated both of them in the playoffs. First NBA Finals, 1971, when nobody on either team has won a championship. Toy Vegas gets a ring no matter what. Phoenix went from the worst record in the league, not making the playoffs in 11 years on a lottery team, to making the finals. A lot of this stuff has never happened before. Never happened before. So, a lot of history being made this year. <laughs> and the ratings are up, which is good. Ratings went up like 39%. Yeah, tell me about it. Nobody, nobody wants... Everybody got tired of seeing LeBron James in the playoffs. Uh-huh. They got tired of seeing all these super teams in the playoffs. All these players coming together trying to win championships together. They got tired of it. They want the young blood to take over. And this is the two of the, this is the young blood this year. And Chris Paul did it the right way. He could have went to another team for that was very stacked to win a championship. He wanted to do it the right way. He did it the right way. And this is his first time in the finals ever. Sixteen year career, never made the finals before this year. Came close a couple of years. Never. And he did it with his co- the same coach that coached him. What, that was his first coach. Monty Williams used to be head coach in New Orleans when he was drafted by New Orleans. When he, when he played, not drafted, but when he played for New Orleans. So, yeah. A lot of stuff going on this year. Anyway, I'm sorry. It's okay. Um, Let's do this. You're marking out, bro. You're yeah. marking out. That's good. yeah. Um. <clears throat> all right. So this is the Wednesday night marks name still pending. Um, where we shoot review NXT and AEW against each other. Just remember, it's our opinions. If you don't agree with them, you can go fuck yourselves. Buy our merch. Buy our merch. And uh, let's get on one. Let's do the numbers. Let's do the the Steiner math. All right. And uh, so we're going to do uh, NXT. Did a uh, 636 for .13 for the Tuesday night. 636, I guess, okay, but that .13 is abysmal. And I don't get why NXT ratings are that online. I mean, part of it was there were still playoff games on Tuesday night. Yeah. They had actually a lot of competition on that night. The playoff game. Uh, and then other shows, like... Like you know, like um, America's Got Talent type shit, which are still show like ratings pushers and shit like that. Yeah, and other things. Um, uh, AW did a uh, back on Wednesday from the from their sabbatical on Fridays, and uh, the last day was Saturday. Uh, they are back on Wednesdays, and they did a eight eighty three k on thousand. Getting the .35. So. I'm surprised they didn't hit a million. I'm sure you were. No, no, I actually was. I figured because it was their first night back on the new night. They were live with a full crowd again. I mean, granted, they were up against basketball. Yeah. But I'm still surprised they didn't hit a million. I really thought they were going to hit a million this week. 
No, I didn't think so. I did. They were gone for over a month. You know? This wasn't like some special card or anything like that. You know? Like, this was just a regular show for the most part. You know? And, uh, yeah, I, I expected a lot of people to come back. But after being gone over a month, they got to rebuild that. And that's why the this coming month is going to be huge for them. You know, they got the Road Rager and the Two Nights of Fighter Fest and the, what's the last one? The Fight for the Fallen thing. You know, a bunch of events week to week to week to week because they're trying to rebuild whatever it is they lost. Apparently not that much, um, thankfully, but they're rebuilding it. And they got the .35. That's a great number. And that's the main number they care about, that .35 in the demo. Um, again, the, the website that everyone used to use, Showbuzz Daily, is gone. They just gave up on it, so we don't, we're not getting the charts anymore. So I don't know where these guys landed, like in like one or two or whatever like that. Um, but uh, yeah, I think it's good news for AEW. Um, I still don't get why NXT draws the way they do. I I don't get it. They're not, and this is this is their own. This is WWE's own fault. It really is. At the end of the day. NXT was always treated. We've talked about this on multiple times. I talk about it. as the race come up, I ain't talking about it. Mm-hmm. They were pu- never pushed as a third brand. They always pushed as develop, quote unquote, developmental. Yeah. You know, WWE's got to start pushing them as a main brand. Well, they gotta, they gotta have that synergy. And and I don't mean just mentioning like, hey, here's a commercial for NXT during Raw, right? No, the you gotta have NXT stars on the show. Or know? show highlights from the show the previous week. Not just something. That. It has to be like a mix. A reason why the Raw audience has to come over to watch the NXT or the show, right? You know, there has to be some form of synergy. You know when the last time that worked? The Survivor Series thing. Yeah. Remember? There was a synergy. There was they were part of the brand the WWE brand, you know? Where it was gonna be NXT versus Raw and SmackDown. I mean, Chloe, and they won that that Survivor Series, right? Yeah, like you know, and you know, and then even that year they were in the the Royal Rumble. You know, they were part of the the what's the Slammies, whatever they call it. Yeah, and all that shit. They were mixed, right? And then this year or or uh, and last year they just kicked them out. We're in it. We're not in Survivor Series. We're hardly featured in Royal Rumble. Why that not in I the Slammies. read somewhere that Royal Rumble Survivor had a lot to do with the COVID because they didn't want the talents mixing because I, I think it was an outbreak on I think it was an outbreak on NXT. But the way and they didn't want they didn't want an effect in the main roster. Yeah, but the way with NXT was or the way they've been doing it, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they wouldn't have put them in there regardless, right? Yeah, there should be some. There has to be some form of synergy. Like, hey, here's a championship match on WrestleMania. You know, NXT Championship should be on WrestleMania. Right, it's part of the company, right? But you know, they're not. They're they're left to their own devices. And even when they're left to their own devices, which you think would be a benefit because they can be their own thing and be their own identity, they they're not because they're at the will and behest of the main shows, right? Because look what's happening with Reed and Cross, you know, and it's happened before with Lee, you know, where they had to stop whatever it is you're doing with Keith Lee. Send them up, and that's it, you know. And so, because of that, they, they, you can't, you can't. Uh, what's the word? I'm, I'm losing my English again. Um, you can't get into these characters. 
Yeah. Because you don't know when they're just going to leave and stop the storylines that they're doing with them. And so that affects the viewership, you know? And then, you know, you got the wave stuff. <laughs> and Loomis. I haven't seen him in a while, thank God. I, I suspect he's going to be the reason the way loses the the championship. Tag belts? Yeah. Probably. Like it's gonna, he's going to appear. Because they do that, right? Like, they like to do that when they when they have plans for someone to, to like, do a surprise. They'll have the wrestler disappear for a while. Right? And I think that's what they're going to do. I think Loomis is going to appear and cause the way to match. You know, not on purpose because he's in love with Indy. And then Indy, Index, whatever they're calling themselves, leave, probably leave together and, and Candice LeRae will lose the title on her own, right? Yeah. And then Starks and EO become champion. Champions, whatever. But, uh, but yeah, that's the numbers. Looking good. I suspect higher numbers this week for AEW. They, they got the Road Rager things going on. And then I think they're, they're going to get progressively higher, higher throughout the, this month uh, with the Road Rager, the Fighter Fest, and the uh, Fight for the Fallen. And then the, um, Impact, I mean, Impact, I mean, NXT should have pretty good numbers this week, too. Great American Bash, yeah. But the only problem with getting... Is that, that next that, week? That's Tuesday, yeah. Tuesday, yeah. Okay. They're going up, the only problem is they're going up, going up against the NBA Finals. But it should at least bring wrestling fans to the show. Right. You know? Like, like what was the... Halloween Havoc. I have a question. Um, Tuesday nights, and we don't have. Do we have the hour breakdown by hour? Of the the, the Tuesday night. Are you talking about like the, the viewership breakdown? Yeah. The reason I'm asking is because NXT started at eight. The NBA game started at nine. Mm-hmm. Did the rate? Did the did the numbers go down in the second hour? Like, what were the hours from first hour to second hour? Um, I, I mean, I don't have that. I can probably look that up. I do think for next that, week I want I want the, for next week I'll, I'll see if I can look it out for you. Only the only that matters I said the final start at nine. Yeah. Well, I'm not sure. If the, I think the I think the game might start at nine thirty and nine fifteen, but the NBA goes on the air at nine. I'm curious that that, that first hour will be this or the second hour will be this. Yeah. I'm I'm curious about that. No, that's a good question because that's why they break them down. Yeah. Um, before we lost the the site. I liked looking at the quarter hours, like every 15 minutes. Um, the, the people on the show, they look at even more detailed shit. They look at the minute by minute stuff, like how it goes minute by minute, and that's insane. But uh, yeah, I used to look at the quarter hours and see what they do. Um, but yeah, so anyway, so that's numbers. Now let's get on to the main event. Uh, you can go first. I'll go first. AEW, June 30th. It's a full house. Fans, wrestling is always better with fans there. And uh, we had uh, we opened up with Eddie Kingston and Pentagon Jr. That's what I'm calling him. Defeating the Young Bucks. And uh, in a great fucking match. Young Bucks come out looking like douchebags with the mustaches. Uh, which was just fucking. They're great fucking heels, man. Like you just want to punch them in the face. Like they're that great in the heels. Um, the, I thought it was a great opener uh, there was a lot of moving parts here but, but it was all everything was in the right place I love Eddie Kingston being like the spirit of the pillars of, of heaven 
if you don't know, that's um, Kenta Kabashi, Masawa, Kawada, and uh, Akira Trout, um from All Japan Pro Wrestling. Like, like, his moveset just emulates all of them. Um, and he's great with Pentagon. The Young Bucks were great. The the spot with the cold spray had me cracking the fuck up. Because he catches them. Like, like he go, like, but he doesn't stop spraying. Right? And he's so fucking nervous, he doesn't stop spraying because he just keeps, like, it's like, oh shit, I fucked up. And then, what's his face? The the elite hunter guy. Um, Kazarian. Frankie Kazarian. He comes out, knocks him down, and he takes a bump. And as he takes the bump, he's still spraying. Right? And then Kazarian picks him up and gives him like a hell of a fucking clothesline. And he's still spraying as he falls. I was cracking the fuck up. Um, he's there astute. But, uh, but yeah, I love this fucking match. I gave it four. I have questions. Okay. I, I just got questions. I, I watched AW last couple of weeks. Like, I, I saw the results there and just like, keep up with it. <clears throat> Wasn't Pentagon and Eddie Kingston feuding like three months ago? Yeah, but they, they talked about it. They, they, they buried a hatchet for now. It's a uneasy truce. But they recognized it. They, they didn't like like oh this is they're they're together now okay because especially with Pac because Pac was like I don't trust you but you know but they have a common enemy type of thing um what else buddy (laughs) there's so much here I want to say say I don't get the AEW tag division I don't get it there's no I was going to write an article about this I'm going to talk about it I'll, I'll, I'll talk about something else there's no tag team hierarchy in AEW. What do you mean? Young Bucks and the champs. Yeah. They, they have all these legit tag teams in AEW, and it's always missed the tag teams get title shots. There's always First right. it was Kingston and Moxley. Yeah. Now it's Kingston and Penta. They don't... Your next two best tag teams are FTR and Luch and, and um, mm-hmm. Proud and Powerful. They're too busy in their little bullshit feud with the pinnacle and inner circle shit. Yeah. AEW is not... AEW has a tag team problem. No, they don't. They, they have a tag team problem. I'm going to say it. They don't know how to build up... They built... Look. They, the Varsity Blondes became the number one contenders by winning a bunch of matches on Dark or whatnot. They became the number one contenders. They got the title shot. They lost. And they moved on. At no point in time did I believe the Varsity Blondes were going to beat the Young Bucks. They weren't built up to be the kind of team that could beat them. Here's how I would have built up the Varsity Blondes. You ready for it? Yeah. Okay. Have them have a match. Because you're building them up. You're making them number one contenders. Again, go back to the ranking system. You're making them the number one contenders because they've won a bunch of matches on Dark. Like, they've done that they built up their record. Yeah. Okay? We'll go with that. They get one or two matches on Dynamite against like lower tag team tier teams that's still winning, so oh, they keep winning matches, they deserve a title shot. But they're not beating legit contenders. What I would have done was have them come out, have them beat Proud and Powerful. Proud and Powerful has nothing to gain by losing them. They don't lose anything by losing that match because they're involved in the in the feud with the pin, with the pinnacle and they're in the middle of that feud. But they 
if they lose Activision. Okay. So. <laughs> no, you, you, you're going to see where I'm going with this. During that match, have FTR in commentary. Right? But after they lose, Prime Powerful, you know, you know hugs them, you know, great match, you know, because they're the faces, right? FTR got to the mic goes, you can't even beat a young team like that. He goes, next week, we'll we'll show you how to beat a young te- a team like that. Next week, have Varsity Blonde beat FTR. Let me finish. <laughs> okay, see, I look at your face. Let me finish. <laughs> After the match is over, FTR attacks the Varsity Blondes. Prime Power will come out for the save. Okay. You've now done three things. You've get, you've proven that Varsity Blondes are legit contenders for the tag title. They beat two of your better tag teams. Right or wrong? Sure. Okay. And you've and you've moved that you've moved the pinnacle and inner circle feud along. Cause now you still have them you still have them mixing it up. Can I talk? No, not yet. I don't I didn't buy like I didn't buy Jungle Boy beating Kenny Omega. I didn't buy it. He got a title shot. Yeah, he got the title shot because he won the battle royal, which is fine. I, they, he wasn't built up to beat they didn't build him up as a contender for that title like after he won the battle royal he should have got some more big victories to make me believe that he could beat Kenny Omega have the Varsity Blondes beat Proud and Powerful have them beat FTR make me believe that they could win those, win those titles I didn't believe it because they were they won some matches against lower teams and lower mid card teams. I'm supposed to be they, they're gonna be the varsity blondes could beat teams like Bear Country and that's good. That means they could beat the Young Bucks. Build them up, no, make me believe that they have a shot beating the Young Bucks. Okay. Make me believe they don't. AEW does that. They they'll build. They'll give this guy number. One, they'll make this person Jungle Boy number one contender. They'll make Varsity Blondes number one contenders. But they don't build them up to make me believe they can win the belts. They just make them number one contenders. Okay, you're number one contenders because you won a bunch of matches. We're going to give you a title shot. But I don't believe they can win it. Okay. Now talk. I wouldn't do the FTR. Have F, have um, Varsity Bonds defeat FTR. Why not? Or Proud and Powerful. Why not? Because then they go into their own feud as losers. But they both lost. Yeah. I would agree with that if, let's say, FTR won and Proud and Powerful lost. I could say, but they both. I won. would. It, it, I don't know if it makes it better, but I would at least have them interfere with each other's matches, giving them the loss against Varsity Blondes. Maybe. But I wouldn't be like, I, I might have Varsity Blondes defeat Proud and Powerful or FTR or both clean. No way. And then have FTR and Prime Powerful go do their thing after. Okay, let me ask they you go in losers. Let me ask you a question. FTR and Prime Powerful losing to Varsity Blondes. Does that affect their current feud in any way? Outside of the fact they both lost. Does that affect their current feud in any way? Yes, because they, they go in as losers. But they both lost. If one of them lost and one of them won, I'd say, yeah, okay. Yeah, but they're, they're both going in as losers. Like, like one of them has to have an over, like a heat. You know? If they're go, both going in as losers, then they're both losers. Like, why would I care? You know? One but, of them has to have an upper hand. See, and, that's the, and that's another problem then. 
does this too. Oh, see, everyone complains about JR fucking up, but then you go. <laughs> I don't. I don't make the kind of money JR makes. <laughs> AW's so afraid. I don't know if this, I don't know how, how how off track I am with this, of having their top teams lose or their top wrestlers lose, that they won't do it. Like having Varsity Blondes beat FTR and beat Proud and Powerful, that helps the Varsity Blondes. That makes the Varsity Blondes legit contenders. Powerful. But or they, FTR. But, but they're in the middle of this. Yeah, but them. But. They traded blow. They traded wins back and forth in the stadium stampede and war games. Mm-hmm. It th- them that's losing. That's for that feud. You can't mix them up like that. Like I wouldn't do that at all. I I, I would have done something besides have the Rossi Blonde BT like Bear Country and they make me want to Bear Country and Chaos Project and then you want me to leave their number one contenders. I'd rather do that. My idea than that. Well, this was for TV. It wasn't like for a pay per view. It doesn't matter. It does though. matter. Like, it, it doesn't. You're, you're gonna build. You're gonna say, "Oh, the Varsity Blondes against Tyler Shot against the Young Bucks." But you know what? Varsity Blondes. It's not for pay per view, so we don't want you to believe the Varsity Blondes have a shot. We just want to give the Young Bucks and Varsity Blondes TV time. No, I want. I want. I want to believe. Wrestling is fixed. We know. It. Make me believe that the Varsity Blondes could beat the Young Bucks. Make me believe it. They don't make me believe it. I'm not gonna count. The the um the TNT title because that's like a, that's like an open invitation title, yeah. but when it comes to the main title, the two main the two men's main titles, I don't believe everybody's gotten a title shot so far, like not everybody, but the Jungle Boy got his title shot. I have no way that I believe he was gonna win that match. Well, I, there was no way. They granted, make me believe you, you shouldn't. Like he's not ready. Yeah, the pro- I, I understand. I know he wasn't going to win. But yeah. at least have him get some big victories. They make me... Oh, maybe maybe AEW will, will, will swerve us and have him win the belt. Make me believe. Don't just, don't just have him win the battle royal and then go right into the title match. Have him get a couple of big victories against real talent. Make me believe he's going to win. Wrestling's all about the suspension of, disp- uh, suspension of belief. It's a, it's a fixed sport. Yeah. It's suspension of belief. Yeah. We know it's fake, but make me want to believe that. Oh, maybe he Jungle Boy could beat Kenny Omega. He won't, but he beat this person last week. He beat this person the week before. They had him win this to magic. Varsity Blunt probably not could beat the Young Bucks, but look, last two weeks they beat FTR and they beat Proud and Powerful. Make me believe. I want to believe. It. Okay, but then what happens after? Okay, so we go your way. Okay. Right? You know, the Varsity Blondes defeat FTR. Clean. They defeat Proud and Powerful. Clean. And then they lose Maybe the I like wait, 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 finish no, no, like a no, roll no, up no, or something. No, 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 no. Clean. And then the Young Bucks beat them. What are we doing now? Now you've defeated three guys. Three losers. What are you talking about? You had the Varsity Blondes defeat. FTR, right. proud and powerful. Right now, the Bucks have defeated them. Right, right. So where do you go now with the, with them, with or them? If, if any of this stuff? You know, you, like end, up, you, you end up, you end up right back where we are now. The Young Bucks fighting Kingston and, and Penta, which makes no sense. Why not? They've been in a feud for a long time, particularly with um, Eddie and Penta. Why? They're, 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 
Connect the three as three. Is Phoenix hurt? Yeah, Phoenix is hurt. With Pac. Um, Pac is also hurt. Or he probably went back to his country. But, uh, and then, um, what's his face? Had to leave because his, his daughter was born. Yeah. Daughter, right? Yeah, daughter, yeah. They both had girls, right? Cody yeah. and him? Yeah. Um, oh, well, we see Cody's daughter. She was adorable. Oh, yeah? Yeah, baby's adorable. Um, yeah, the... the hey, July but, babies are. Yeah. Um, <laughs> see, again, by you I mean, telling, June, June babies. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, right, June babies, yeah. AW has a tag problem because they lost they lost the Lucha Brothers because of injury. Your next two best tag teams are too busy in some stupid gang warfare crap to contend for the titles. Now you got to make sure tag teams together to, to fight for the titles rather than have legit tag teams in your division. They don't AW like to brag that a dad that would have the best tag teams in the world. They really don't. They really don't. They got the Young Bucks. Right now, they got the Young Bucks, and that's it. No, they got the Young Bucks. They got Proud and Powerful. They got but, FTR. Yeah, but they're involved. They're not. They're not involved in the title picture. Like now, so who the most, right now? The Young Bucks. If they beat Eddie Kingston and Penta, who's next? Well, who's on the list? Let's go down the list. Let's find uh, the rankings. Okay. What Bad Country is number two? Bad Country gets a title shot. Do you really think Bear Country is gonna they're gonna put the belt on Bear Country? No. Whoever tag team is next. I mean, this is the problem. I'm sorry. I know you don't want to admit it. I know you don't want to admit it. <laughs> because there's no problem. Yes, there is. No, there isn't. They they they, they don't have a tag. The tag division is not what is as good great everybody thinks it is. It's really not. I mean, it is because everyone not. thinks it is. It's not. It's really not. <laughs> The problem with AW diehards don't want don't want to see the forest from the trees. They don't want to see the problem. Uh, that's such a bullshit. The reason they right don't want to see the problem. It's like I and the tag team division. AW is diehards. A, they they like good wrestling, so fuck them. <laughs> rankings. Let's look at this rankings. Here. Let's see. The last June thirtieth, which was last Wednesday. Okay, yeah. What we got here? We got Varsity Blonde still at number one. The you got the claimed, you got FTR, okay, and then you got uh, P, the other P and P, private party, no private pri- party, and then you got private and powerful, okay, pri- private parties involved in whatever they're doing with Matt Hardy, so they're not gonna get a title shot, cause they're not they are not ready for it. Yeah, but private powerful and FTR are too busy in their gang warfare stuff. Yeah, for now, but eventually it's gonna end. It's long-term booking, buddy. Yeah, but the and problem look, is... they've kept them up there in the rankings. Right? FTR is there. Which, they will get their shot again. Proud and Powerful is there. And they will get their shot again. So, you know, they, they have this shit planned. If you say so. <laughs> I, don't, I don't buy it, but if you say Why so. Why do you think they've kept them so high in the rankings? Because they know they're going to put them in the shot again. Whether they're going to win or not. So so basically, they're going to have the Young, young Bucks beat, beat up the Varsity Blondes and win makeshift tag teams well, until the other tag teams, until they're ready to get the other tag teams real title shot. Until they're ready to fight them, have them fight real contenders. Okay, cool. 
But yeah, that that's what you do. That's how you build up character, the, the the teams. They gotta go through up some people. I, I they should they should have built the Rocket Bonds up better. They're new. They got time with them. They gave them but some they, irrelevancy. Oh, you and just said to me they're new and they got time with them. They just got a title shot, yeah. which means the AWC that nothing them. They they should be in the ring with the Young Bucks, which is fine. But again, I'll go back to what I said a few minutes ago. Make me believe that they could beat the Young Bucks. Right now, I don't think they could beat the Young Bucks. I, I didn't believe it for a second. And if the Jungle Boy could beat Kenny Omega, I didn't believe it for a second. Make me believe. I want to believe. Okay. Okay, move on. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, what'd you give the match, though? Like, let's go back to this match. <laughs> Three and a quarter. Uh, you don't like it? I really didn't. Honestly... It was, it was there was nothing wrong with it. It just didn't do anything for me. It just didn't do anything for me. No, I loved it. I thought it was great. I, gave I it mean, four. it just felt like my match of the night for AEW. Uh, I gotta go through the rest of the card. When you get to the rest of the card, I'll, I'll think about it. I went three and a quarter on it. Nothing to me, it was nothing special. So then we have Christian Cage doing a promo with uh, Jungle Boy because Jungle Boy can't do promos. Uh, which is something he's gonna have to work on. Uh, he has everything else, but he can't do promos. That's why lately Christian Cage has been doing the promos for him. Um, so, so hopefully he starts working on that and it gets better. Uh, Jurassic Express comes out and they say, "Hey, we're loyal. You you helped them out, so we're gonna help you out." Blah, blah, blah. And then something about Luchasaurus, like about he's a fan and Christian. Like, I have part-time owners, whatever, dinosaur in my family. Yeah, he's like, like he's part triceratops yeah, or some like, shit like that. Yeah. And I'm watching it. I'm, you, know, you know that look you get in your face and you're sitting there watching like, what? That's the look I got. But whatever. It, 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 is silly. it. I mean, it was being it. silly. That's yeah. why I didn't put too much into it. But. Yeah. And then, uh... What, but the thing that me about Luchasaurus is that they don't book him like a dinosaur. That's like his character. He still talks fine. Which cracks me up because oh. WWE he wouldn't talk at all. Yeah, but AEW, which is fine. I'm not saying anything bad about it. He just he's still a regular number. That's just his character. The, and he has fun with it. Yeah, the only thing I don't like about Luchasaurus is part of his his character is that he talks as if he is a dinosaur. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like he's like, you know, we dinosaurs are very loyal people. But you know, the fact that he talks though, I think I think I, I kind of kills some of that. But I see, I see your point. Yeah. I would like to see him at some point get rid of the gimmick, or maybe adjust it somehow, and see yeah. what they what they can do with him. Yeah. But uh, move on. We got Skiovani doing an interview with Ethan Page and um, Scorpio Sky. I love this bit. This is um, Ethan Page talking about the the coffin match, and um, it was a great promo. And you kind of feel from Ethan Page's promo that he really wants to kill Darby. I don't get why it's a coffin match, though. Because he does the coffin drop. So he's going to put a coffin drop okay. into a coffin. You know, you know Darby's going to do a coffin drop onto Ethan Page in a coffin. That's going to happen. Yeah. Um, to, uh, so they, they, they continue with the promo. Uh, Sting interrupts. And he comes uh, dragging a coffin behind him. And out pops um, Darby Allen, Which I was very impressed on how he did that. Like that whole thing was on wheels. And he just popped right out of the coffin. 
like 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 it was spring um spring uh, whatever spring loaded and shit and then he starts attacking and he has fucking claws on his hands and he he, he attacks uh, Ethan Page and he claws at his eyes and Ethan Page gets mad and he pushes the match uh, the coffin match a week um, further because it was supposed to be for Road Rager in Miami uh, so they pushed it for a week later in um, during one of the Fighter Fest things um, I believe the reason for this is because of the condo that went down in Miami. Right. You know that condo that collapsed? Yeah. And it would be kind of fucked up having a coffin match in Miami. It's, it just wouldn't look right. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I, that's what I think it was. They, that no makes one, actually makes yeah, sense. Yeah, I, I haven't heard anything said or anything like that, but I, if you think about it, it kind of feels like, yeah, let's not do a coffin match while people are dying. Um, Jericho talks about his book. Uh, blah, blah, blah. And then we go into Jungle Boy defeating Jack Evans. Uh, this was an awesome match. Uh, they had a before this, the, well, as the match started going, we had an inset promo from Matt Hardy talking shit and uh, about Christian Cage and all that stuff. Um, I thought this match was great. I thought it was very innovative. I love that scene, the that spot where Jungle Boy was put onto the top rope. Jack Evans does this. Tries to do a German to throw him off, but Jungle Boy lands on his feet. But because Jack Evans did what the German, he's now in the tree of woe, and then Jungle Boy immediately does the the drop kick onto Jack. I thought that was awesome. Great spot there. Um, yeah, it was a short match, but I loved it a lot. Uh, I gave it three and three quarters. And they said it was um, Jungle Boy's fiftieth win. That's right. Yeah, was a, that, they made a big deal. I like that they made a big deal of you know, he was the first. To get 50 wins in this company, um, they're just trying to build him up, build him up more, until uh, uh, he gets his, hopefully gets his promos down, and then he'll they'll give him a title. See, I went three and a half on it. It was good. It was I went three point. and three quarters. Um, I don't know if giving Jungle Boy a title shot this early was a good idea. Why not? You just said you know, he's not ready for it yet. Like he's still like the promo work down, which will come in time. I would have wait. I like. I would have maybe given him a run with the TNT title first, like build him up to be a contender. Well, well they are. I know he's your. If, I know he's your future. But yeah. don't just give him a title match and have him lose it right away. I would, would nah. rather have him, like maybe get a run with the TNT title. Build or if they bring back if they if they decide to introduce another title, build him up to be a contender, a championship contender. Don't just give him a title match. Have but him, they use that title match as a way to build him up because if you look at that match. He was pretty much owning that match. He was it was like seventy thirty on the side of Jungle Boy, right? Just at the end, Kenny Omega got the the one wing angel, and the one wing angel is doomed, yeah. But he pretty much owned that match. It showed that he was on point with Kenny for a lot of that match. He was able to give Kenny a hard time in that match, yeah. So now, when they build him up for his next title challenge which will probably be for the TNT title whether it's against me or Miro or not you know he will look like a great challenger for Miro or whoever is the TNT title uh, uh, champion um, because he went toe to toe with Kenny and went the distance you know in a great match so sometimes losing doesn't harm you especially when it's a great match against Kenny Omega. 
Ja. So then after the match, uh, Matt Hardy comes in with Private Party to attack um, Jungle Boy. And then Christian Cage and um, uh, Jurassic Express come out to save. And then uh, and then he finally... Yeah, did he get his... No. Did he? What? No, he was trying to get his move. No. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm thinking of the end of um, the, the main event from the week before. So, yeah, so he, he finally got his move here, right? Did he get his move on um, I don't remember. Matt Hardy? I, I think recall. so. I think he did. can't recall. I, I don't remember. Yeah, but yeah, so but anyway, they're building up for that match between him and Matt Hardy. Uh, blah, 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 blah. And then after this, we have. Do you know where I stopped? Nope. <laughs> I was hoping you know. I'm going to stop. Then we have uh, Baker next week. So I'll stop after a bunch of promo stuff and then not. Uh, okay. okay. So we have MJF doing a great promo. Uh, I thought it was great. It was entertaining. Completely unbelievable. And, uh, and I like how he's the type of bad guy that sometimes makes valid points. Yeah. When he's talking about, you know, Jericho and talking about Sammy Guevara's the future, but I'm the now. You know? I thought that was great. He did a great fucking play. Uh, Alex uh, Abrahantes interviews um, Andrade. You know, it was, it was whatever interview, but I thought it was great how they just, they put subtitles. And he's just talking. And you can have a Latin star in, on your show, you know? And, and talk. You know? I thought that was great. Uh, and he's uh, pretty much promote, uh, talking about Matt Seidel because that's going to be his first match in AEW against Matt Seidel so that should be a great match um, where was that Alex Abrahantes Andrade uh, Matt Seidel so that's going to be a really good match uh, Shivani interviews Kenny Omega with the Dark Order uh, I thought this was great Kenny Omega's talking about how he's, he's he's plowed through the competition there's no one else left um Basically doing like a Roman Reigns type of thing, uh, and he came out looking like uh, Triple H over here with his chops. Did you read? I think Kane Omega said somewhere, I forgot where I read that he's actually inspired by Harley Race. Uh, I thought he was gonna say Ole Anderson because Ole Anderson kind of did the same. Gimmick. Yeah. But uh, yeah, okay. But uh, but yeah, but he he looks like fucking Triple H in the suit and everything. Yeah, yeah totally. Um, but yeah, so so I, I love it. It's it's a great heel move. Uh, but he came out. He was saying like he's 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 went through all the competition. There's no one left for him. Um, kind of like like Roman Reigns. Like he's just plowed through all the competition. There's no one left for him. Uh, but then the Dark Order music hits. And the Dark Order comes out. And uh, it, who's talking? Evil Uno's talking. He's I guess the best at promos with that group. And um, he's like, oh, but there's one more person. You know, there's one one friend of yours used to team with one person you know very well and I for part of for a second there I thought I was like is there I thought they're gonna try to swerve us and and maybe it's a bushi you know or or maybe Kenny could have just said that like what a bushi you know just to be like a dick about it like it's not it's because it can't be Adam Page you know that type of shit um, but of course they're talking they never mention Adam Page but that's who Kenny Omega immediately assumes they're talking about he even says like I don't think he's gonna appreciate you bringing that up and stuff like that I don't think he has the nerve which later on we'll learn that's true um, 
yeah, I thought it was great. I love the, the Kenny Omega page story. I think it rules. Um, and after this, Pillman does a promo. And then I'll let you go from here. All right. All right, so we opened up with the triple threat match. And he opened up with a triple threat match and determined the number one contenders for the way. And if you, if you heard our preview of Take of Great American Bash, it's won by Io Shirai and Zoe Stark. Uh... I love how they do the triple threat tag matches. Yeah, everybody, that one one person meets yeah, two, yeah. Just it, one, it guarantees chaos, and it, it just makes sense. I understand the other way, right? Because there's, like, good story things right, you can right. do with that, but I prefer this way. Yeah, no, it, it, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, Yoshirai won, which she did the moonsault on, on Dakota Kai, and one thing we've always complained about Yoshirai moonsault, it never looks right. But this time... It looked perfect. It was perfect. It was on it, point. It was. Yeah. This was a great match. It was fast-paced. Everybody had their time to shine. Like, nobody felt out of place in this match. Yeah. It was a spot fest. And I love that Dakota Kai keeps taking the pins for their team. She does. They, they, no, whenever whenever her, whenever Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez team up, oh, okay. Dakota Kai is always the one taking the pin to set up that eventual turn. Yeah. Whether the Kai... Dakota Kai turns face and on Raquel, Raquel or Raquel turns face. Yeah. But they, they're setting that up. Like, Dakota Kai is always the one that loses. The funny thing about the Dakota Kai losing here was they, they had a match with her some weeks ago with Ember Moon. And for whatever reason, they couldn't have Ember Moon pin her. But then they pin her here. Like, why, why, what are we doing? But uh, but I did love this match. I did too. I it thought it was a, a, a fun spot fest. Um, I gave it three and a half. I went three three quarters on it. Um, Carrie Cross arrived, and Scarlett arrived to to um the CWC, and Johnny Gargano's first attack of the night attacks Carrie Cross. Um, remember when they hired Samoa Joe so they can stop this? Well, yeah. Well, we will see Samoa Joe much. <laughs> Joe, is making appearances. NXT announced the return of the breakout tournament in two weeks. In two weeks. Because they're not going to do it next week. Next week's Great American Bash. I know. But in two weeks, they could have at least said who was going to be in this. They announced a few people already. Yeah, over social media. But right. like, on this show. Come they on. Right, but in two weeks. All they showed on this show was all the old people from years ago. Who are nowhere now, really. No. They, they, they said like from 2019, a lot of people that were in the breakout... Like, Swerve was in the break, the first breakout yeah, but, tournament. Like, Bronson Reed was in the first breakout tournament. Yeah, but it's not like they're... It's not like they're successful now because of that tournament, right? That tournament was years ago, you know? It was like two years ago. It was 2019. That's two Three years. Three years ago. That's two years. Two, oh, yeah, two years, sorry. But, <laughs> Ma- but still, I am, that's good at, two, I am good at math. Dude, that's two years ago. They didn't have it last year because of Garlic. It was two years ago, that tournament. Where are these stars now? Like, well, Bronson Reed. But he's not champion because of that tournament. You know? They but, just have him floating around until they had something for him to do now. You know? Same thing with Swerve. What the fuck have you been doing with them? You know? And they can't even talk about the winner. <laughs> which was ACH I, I forgot what he was like Miles something back oh. then but it was ACH remember what happened with him because he went um, oh yeah 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 like he had uh, depression or some shit um but yeah like they can't even men- they mention the winner 
Yeah. It's just it's like they say, hey, tournament. People like tournaments, so let's put out a tournament. Oh, yeah, like AEW going to do shit like that. No, their tournaments, they set up months in advance. And they tell you who's going to be in it months in advance. You see me doing this? <laughs> Jerk it off motion. What does that mean? You're telling me they don't set up their tournaments and let you know who's going to be, who's on the field months in advance before the tournament begins? Months and then in advance, In the please. tournament, yes. You knew who was going to be in the TNT tournament months before it started. You knew who was going to be in the women's tournament, the, the last one they just had. Uh, months before it started because it was two different brackets they set up remember the Japanese and the American and they set up stories in the tournament all of them I like how they have announced they've announced nobody's in this tournament you're already, and you're already ripping it apart dude it's only two weeks like what and it's going to be the new guys that they got I'm sure like Asher Hale and some of the new guys we saw here but and they're not going to do stories As, uh, by the way Asher Hale I would like to see him win it he's good they're allowed, yeah. It's, uh, I think it's Asher Hale who used to be Alex Zane uh, in the Indies. I think it's Asher Hale. Pretty sure it's Asher yeah. Um. So anyway, so they have Bronson Reed interview. And Hit Row comes out and they challenge Bronson Reed to a match. Yeah. I think they, they mentioned the breakout tournament that that Swerve beat Bronson Reed in the breakout tournament. Yeah. So, so Swerve, Bronson, you want to have a match? Fine. So that, that's our main event for tonight. Um. Karrion Cross comes to the ring. I, forget, I don't remember everything he said because I was like, didn't write it down, so I was listening to it. Basically, he called out Johnny Gargano. Yeah. Johnny Gargano comes out, and Johnny Gargano talks about it, he goes, he, you know, that's my, I'm not coming, that's my world in there. Yeah. Talking about, you know, talking about how, yeah, he's better than Gargano, he's a better wrestler than Gargano, than Cross, which is right, he is. Then Austin Derry attacks Cross from behind, Cross takes them both out, Gargano and Cross brawl, at one point, Gar- Cross grabbed the stairs. He was going to take Gargano out. And Samoa Joe comes out with security. And then Gargano gets a super kick on Cross, and he escapes. Who am I supposed to care about in this feud, even? I just thought about that. Like, Gargano's the heel, right? He's being a dick. He's attacking the pine. He's attacking throughout this episode, getting geeked out. So, he's a dick. He deserves what he gets. And then you got Cross, who's a, who's a heel. He was a dick to Regal and shit like that, right? So who do I care about here? I don't mind having heel versus heel matches. I don't either, but you gotta care about one of these guys winning, right? I don't care about any of these guys. I like either one loses, they get what they deserve. Um, I am kind of rooting for Gargano. I think we both are. No, I would prefer Cross to stay. Cross is not staying. I know. He's already, he's already wrestling on main event. He's not staying. Regardless, I would prefer him to stay. You know what's fucked up? Cross is wrestling on main event now. That might be where he ends up. Yeah, probably. Because yeah. <laughs> he, he's okay in the ring. Self-fulfilling prophecy right there. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, Next up, we had... Last week, we had the debut of the Diamond Mine. Yes. And ended up being... Returning Roderick Strong. Um, fuck's his name? Roderick Strong. Uh, Tyler Rust. Tyler Russ. And uh, Hideko Suzuki, but I think he goes by Hatch- Hataman here. Who's actually one of the trainers for next team. Yeah. So they, they, they debuted last week. So this week is Roger Strong and Nasha Hale. It was an okay match. It was a, I, I gave it three and a half as a squash. Yeah, I mean, it was, I mean, yeah, it was a short match, but I liked it a lot. Yeah. And you know why? I mean, I thought Diamond Mine was going to be like a shoot type of gimmick. It doesn't seem like they're doing like a shoot wrestling type thing. You know, like it's MMA 
because of the, the promos that they showed. Right. It felt like they were going to do like an MMA gimmick here. It doesn't seem like that. But this match just felt like a wrestling match if wrestling was real. Right. Whereas just two guys doing pro wrestling moves on each other because they're trying to win. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's, they're not acting to the audience or anything like that. They're doing one move and moving to the next move. But it's pro wrestling moves. You know, clotheslines and body slams, all that shit. And that's it. You know? And it was... I thought that was very refreshing to see. I thought it was, like, it was just a pro wrestling match if pro wrestling is real. I, I enjoyed that a lot. I gave it three and a half myself. Um, yeah. Next up, we had Cameron Grimes. Rick defeated Ari Sterling. Yeah. This was a really good match. I liked it a lot. Absolutely. They gave Ari Sterling way more offense than I expected. To the point where I thought he, they were going to have him upset Cameron Grimes. Oh. But Cameron Grimes ended up winning with Kevin. I hope Ari and Ashley are both in the breakout tournament. I'm sure they are. I'm sure all the new people we've seen yeah. will probably be in this thing. But, I mean, it's for the new people. So. Um, after the match, LA Knight comes out and he challenges Grimes. And Grimes challenges him to a match. And LA Knight said, I want to do You go, you want to tell a match? If you win, if you lose, you're my butler. Yeah. Which we talked about earlier. Uh, I gave the match three and a half. I see him here, and that's my first hour. Mm-hmm. MGF Pillman promo. Okay, then we have uh, Miro defeating uh, Brian Pillman Jr. I love Miro's new music. I think they did, they completely changed his gimmick. Well, no, to the was... Redeemer. Oh, because he's doing the whole God thing. You think the Redeemer now? He's not, he's not the best man anymore? Well, yeah, they changed... Yeah, I mean, that's just logos and stuff, stuff like that. But he's still the same guy he was when he was with Kip. He's just more of a dick now because he's a champion, right? And he's doing that whole thing that all MMA guys do. When an MMA guy wins a match, what's the first thing he says? I like to thank God for this win and stuff like that, you know? Um, but, yeah, but he's still the same mirror. It's just they finally... Unleash them, which is fucking awesome. Uh, I'm loving this mirror. Um, I love the new music. Uh, one thing I noticed that AEW does is that all the stables, you know, there's a lot of stables in AEW, right? Factions, whatever you want to call them. And I do like that a lot of times you'll see them come out with their stable and then they send the stable away. You know? Like uh, Varsity Bonds. Julia Hart and Garrison came out with them, and then they went their merry way. Right. right, I like that. It's a little, it's a little thing, but I kind of like it. Um, yeah, love the match. Uh, match was a lot. Of, I gave it three and a half. It wasn't like some blow. Yeah, same here. Nothing but, special. Um, but it was it was a lot of fun. Miro destroyed this guy. He had some count, some of a comeback. Just they gave they gave him a little bit, just enough, and it was it was good. Uh, three and a half. After this. Marvez does an interview, tries to do an interview with the Dark Order, but Anna Page comes in pissed off. And they're like, what the fuck are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. And then, basically, they're, they're encouraging him. Like, listen, we know you're scared of failure, and we want to help you overcome failure. Um, and then, and if this is something they've been setting up for a while, because every time they interviewed Adam Page, he would always, they'll they always ask him, like, listen, you're going about to be number one contender, how do you feel about going against Kenny Omega? And he would avoid the question. He'd be like, oh, I'm here to talk about the Dark Order guys. Let's talk about Dark Order guys and stuff like that. And they've been doing that for months. 
And now, he's number one contender. It's time for him to go for it. Um, and the Dark Order got got his back now. It's just they're just being friends. I love it. Um, blah, blah, blah. And uh, yeah, my prediction is he's not gonna win. He's not gonna beat Kenny Omega, uh, even if he feels ready. Uh, I just think that's the story. You know, eventually he will, but I don't think it's this time. Yes, because a guy with no confidence. Getting a title shot and losing is really to build up his confidence. You have to have you have to have Hangman winning. Well, I don't think he's gonna go for the shot. That this is gonna be all out. This is September. Right. I think you he's have gonna to get his wins. He's get his confidence up. And that's what the Dark Order is gonna help him do. Uh, until all out. Yeah, but, but he's not. He's not gonna go for the title right on, away. I think you have to give it to Hangman Page. There's no reason not to give it to Hangman Page. There's no reason not to. No, I, I, you can continue the story, but I, I don't think it, I don't think it's the right time. I mean, it's not a bad choice to give it to him. It's, but I don't think it's the wrong choice. I don't not think to. I don't know because they're trying to build a storyline that Hangman Page doesn't have the confidence to fight Kenny Omega. Yeah, right. Well, he's he's scared of failure. Yeah. Right. Okay. So we have him win a bunch of matches like, against mid card talent and build up his confidence. Mm-hmm. Then he goes against Kenny Omega and he loses. All that's going to do is bring all that fear of failure back again. Well, yeah, but you, have you also have to overcome failure. Move on. You just can't be like, oh, I'm a failure and I lost. The, the idea is that you got to overcome it. Uh, I, I, that's the story. Yeah. He's scared of failure and he has to face it. He has to lose and deal with it, you know, and come back stronger. If that's, you know, if that's where they're going with it. I think I think they should. I think the right move would be Paige winning it, but I, I think you're right. I don't think they're gonna. I don't think they're gonna do it. I don't know if why they wouldn't, but I don't think they would. It makes more sense for the Hangman to win it. No, I, I think they got a lot of story if if, if he loses, because then he can go for the TNT title or something like that and win that, and then you know Omega is the title collector, and now he wants to collect from within. Yeah, you know, he wants that title, and they can do a title for title or whatever. Yeah, you know, I'm just saying. But uh, Team Taz does a promo, and it's just uh, three third, three fifths of Team Taz here. Um, and it's uh, it, he's talking about Starks and Cage because they're obviously not there, and they're gonna have a match at Road Ranger. Uh, no, 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 it's in Austin, so it's got to be one of the Fighter Fest or Fight for the Fallen. Um, yeah, so Stark and Cage are going to have a fight for the FTW title. And uh, I think this is where they do it, where they turn on Brian Cage and give um, Starks the FTW title. But, uh, yeah, that match is going to be red hot uh, because he's not, Starks is not from Austin, but that's where he made his bones in the Indies. And they love him there. So they're gonna be going crazy for him there. Uh, uh, this match, Baker Rebel defeating oh, yeah. Rose and Guerrero. This was shit. Yeah, uh, I'm not gonna pretend it wasn't. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I, the whole thing when they set this up, I even brought it up with, uh, um, we talked about here when they set this match up, was I felt like oh this is an angle that they're setting up. But it was just a match. 
That's all they had was a match. Granted, Guerrero and Rebel didn't do much, and whatever they did do was all picture in picture. Rebel ended up getting hurt, dislocating her knee. Yeah, I mean, yeah, so, you can tell the minute she did it. Yeah. When you now looking over to you, you see Rebel talking like the yeah, tongue. Yeah. I'm really hurt. I can't get up. And now looking the right thing, she pulled it to the ropes to get her out of the way. Yeah. Um, I heard she dislocated her kneecap or something. Yeah, she dislocated her knee, and apparently it just popped it back in because supposedly she was walking. Yeah. The, the same night. Um. It's probably just gonna be sore. For, well, probably it was probably just sore for a while. Yeah, I mean, it still hurts. Be sore. It hurts just talking about it. But, yeah. But uh, it, it just I gave it two and a half. Um, Same here, two, two, two and a half. Two and a half. It, like you know, kind of like with Cross and Gagarin, heel versus heel. They are in some form of a way trying to give us some form of sympathy for Brit, because I do feel like they're trying to lean her towards face, especially in August, because they're gonna be in Pittsburgh. That's her hometown. Yeah. So I think they want her to go in there as like some form of a face. I'm not sure. But this I didn't like. And, and I don't like this story. It's about burgers. You know, and the sooner this is over, the better. And have a move on to some better uh, thing. But uh, the match between Rose and Baker should be good. But this was not. This this involved Guerrero, Vicky Guerrero and Rebel. Two bad wrestlers. Uh, yeah, I didn't like it. I thought it was, it, this was very disappointing. I did like the spot of Baker going through the table. Yeah. Um, that was also working. Then that gave Rose some heat for their match. After this, uh, they announced for next week, we're going to have Pentagon and Eddie Kingston um, versus Young Bucks for the title. Because they did the title eliminator. They earned a shot. Cody versus QT Marshall with the strap match. Andrade versus Matt Seidel. Hager and Proud and Powerful versus FTR and Wardlow. And then we're going to have Jericho and MGF having a standoff. And, um, oh yeah, Orange Cassidy and Chris Stantlander versus Blade and the Bunny in a mixed match challenge. Um, um, whatever, mixed uh, intergender match. Um, this is going to be their first ever intergender match. I'm curious if they're going to have woman on, on man violence here. Uh, or is it going to be the same rules as WWE where you tag in the woman, the woman has to leave. Or, I mean, if you're tagging the woman, the men have to get out of the ring, and right, then the women right. fight, and then the woman tag the men, and the, the woman got to get out of the men fight. Which I hate that shit. I would prefer it just be mixed. Just be a mixed fucking bag. I don't think that's what it's going to be. I mean, especially since you can have the most dangerous wrestler in the world in that match. Oh. Orange Cassidy. Oh, hilarious. Um, <laughs> so, I, I, I mean, I've... I know in the beginning of this company, Tony Khan had talked about not wanting to do that intergender stuff. Like, that's not his thing. I'm hoping things change and they just allow it to just go. Because I hate mixed match. Mixed. The, the, the WWE view rules. Right. Especially the WWE rules because WWE is like, the women can hit the men, but the men can't hit the women. It's just so dumb. Whatever. But, uh... Somewhere in between this inner circle, do a promo. Uh, Proud of Powerful and uh, Hager do a promo against FTR Wardlow. And then we have the main event, which is MGF defeating Sammy Guevara. Uh, I thought this took a little bit to get started, but once it did get started, it was fucking nuts. And I love it. Um, 
yeah, just those great match. The fucking high spots. The fucking tombstone off the middle rope. The it was fucking crazy. I thought it was great. Uh, I gave it three three quarters. Uh, great match. I'll go. I'll go three three quarters. I might that point I match in that BW. Um, right after this, which I was I was looking at my watch. And I was like, they still got time. What are they doing? Uh, and I forgot. Had throughout the show, they were saying that they were going to do something special at the end. Um, they they did the the music video, which I loved. I thought it was a great music. Yeah, it was video. very well done. Um, and it was basically talking about the whole COVID era of AEW wrestling at, at, at Daily's place. At Daily's place. The whole they were there for eighteen months. Yeah, and it's basically you know saying goodbye and showing everything that they've accomplished and lost and and achieved throughout this eighteen months. And I thought. It was crazy how they, how good this video was because it made me, you know, the COVID era sucked, right? Like, it's horrible. But watching this video made me, like, miss it. I think it made us appreciate what we have. Yeah. You know, I was like, like, like now I'm sad to see it end, you know? Like, the way this video was put together, I was like, oh, I'm sad to see it end. Right. But, uh, but yeah, that was a great video. Well, very well put together. Um... Yeah. And JR did JR things. Oh, yeah. The JR WWE Dynamite. Uh, Dynamite at the end of it. Yeah. Look. He fucked up. He's been with them, what, almost two years now? He's been with them? You're still going to make mistakes like that? Yeah, dude. Dude, the dude had like, like had several bouts with, was it Bell's Palsy? Yeah. Bell's Palsy? Yeah. You know, look, he's going to make some fucking mistakes. Yeah, but we've been talking about it for a while, though. We love JR. We both agree he should not be on commentary anymore. I would rather him be an interviewer only. We, right. And that would be special. Or maybe call the big matches. No. Oh, yeah. Big match, like pay-per-view matches, the main events, and and just be the interviewer. Like, when, you, when they do those sit-down interviews, yeah. he's great at those. I love those. Um, but, yeah, calling the commentary, yeah, he hasn't been great. Um, I read. I think maybe they know that, and and that's why they've been. It feels like they've been grooming Jericho, because Jericho is, I think, on his way out, at some point. You know, he got this book, which lists everything, like all his matches and shit like that. Yeah. You know, he's fifty. He is getting old. He knows it. Um. And he's been doing a lot of commentary for AEW. Works for Dark or for Dynamite itself, you know, and they make a big deal of it, you know. So it may be possible that they're grooming Jericho so when he officially retires from wrestling, he becomes a commentating part of it. And he's great at it, he's great at the, the comment. He was, I, I forgot to mention that he was doing the commentating uh, for this match for uh, the, the whole show, actually. Yeah, um, the and he was great and he's always great when he does commentary for AEW whether it's for Dynamite or Dark um, and he might be that replacement for JR and I, I think that would be a great replacement if it's not Morrow <laughs> Jericho you know because uh, I think they got what they needed from JR you know that name whatever he was going to bring to the table I think they got it I think it's not. It's a good time to say, hey, let's let's have a retirement show for him, and then just 
just have them for like you said pay-per-view main events and sit down interviews and it'll be special because it's oh shit JR talking to this guy yeah but uh but yeah but uh that's my show alright um hour two of NXT opened up with Kyle O'Reilly in the ring calling out Adam Cole basically telling Cole goes I beat you in our first match goes what's gonna be your excuse when I win this time and he calls Cole out Cole comes out and as he's walking out Smojo comes out to try to because he knows what's gonna happen so they get they're basically Cole and Kyle Riley basically join and Cole makes a comment about Kyle Riley's wife yeah like so that's in continuity now like his wife thinks he's better like a better wrestler that was weird yeah but uh, I feel like there's more to it that we don't know about Right. Like, maybe on some social media she commented, like... Maybe. He's a better... <coughs> Cole's a better wrestler. Or, or just mentioning Kyle Riley's wife to try to get a rise mm-hmm. out of him, too. Yeah. But I like that. As soon as he mentioned, you see Joe like game between them. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> you know that would set that would Kyle Riley off. Oh, yeah, I give Joe props here. He decided to come out before the pull apart is needed. Yeah. For once. Um, though, I like at the end, with Kyle Riley, they started brawling, and Kyle got... Adam Cole locked in the arm thing and Smoke just stood over him watching. Um, like, you reap what you sow, dude. He's he's abusing his power. Yes, he's, he is. He was hired for a reason yes. and now he's abusing his power. That's that's why I think I'm hoping Smoke Joe does get cleared so we see that match. Yeah. Keep hoping. Um, next up, we had, a, we had a mixed tag match. It was Jake Atlas and Mercedes Martinez versus Zia Lee and Boa. I went two on this. Yeah. Don't, don't, you know, and it was not highlighted, but it was kind of considered a no contest. Zia Lee did a crescent kick on Mercedes Martinez and knocked her out. Yeah, knocked her the fuck out. And that wasn't the only kick either. Yeah. Early in the match. She did one early. I thought that was it too, yeah. Yeah, she, early in the match, right after the men tag out. She got a belt on she, a little bit. She did a super kick. Zia Lee did a super kick to Mercedes. And she got a belt on a little bit. Got her right in the chin. Yep. And put her down, and then yeah, she was she got her bearings quick after that one. That, that was the first one, but after that second one, yeah, she was knocked the fuck out. She just dropped like a fuck right on her brick. face. And you see the referee just looked at it. You see the referee but put props up. to that referee. Saw it right away. Saw it right away and everything. Yeah. Um, it's I'm glad she's okay. All the signs that she's okay, she's yeah, gonna be yeah, out. Yeah. But they use it to build up how dangerous this faction is. Like, they're actually knocking people out. Like, it worked for what they're trying to do. Yeah, at first. But the problem is, it happened, and I felt so sorry for T. Um, what the fuck? Zia Lee? Yeah. Because she, she looked so worried. I know. You know, and then when she's walking up the ramp, like, makeup is coming off of her face because she's crying. She just hurt her friend. I gotta go back and watch you know? that. I don't. I remember seeing. I go back and watch yeah. that. I mean, you know, she's trying to keep a like a brave face about it. Like I'm she's mean, trying to stay in character. I'm mean. Right? I'm, I'm a mean person, but you can see she's fucking worried because she just killed her friend. Yeah. Not because that was a nasty. Yeah. That was a nasty. It was weird. I rewinded that shit a bunch of times, and they showed it again in slow motion. Like, like I'm like. Usually, you put your hands up, right? Like, but Mercedes did not. She was. Just, Done. She just put her head out. She just basically went to fetal. Bam. She went to fetal position. Yeah. She was just out, out like a light. Yeah, because she went out and then she went face first into the mat. And the referee and that didn't help either. And the referee does no. Everybody saw her eyes while he's glazed over. Yeah. Didn't also, look natural. 
Yeah, and, and if you look at how she was trying to kick out, she couldn't kick out. She couldn't move. Remember they were done here. Like, oh nope, nope, nope. And she put up the X's and everything. Yeah, I like how she put like that. I like something. Sometimes when you watch wrestling, when the referee does the X. The referee, the referee pushes the wrestler away. A lot of times, the wrestler will stay in character for like another minute, or so, like a, like yeah. thirty seconds. But then you see that Ali immediately saw what was going on. Yeah. Yeah, and then because yeah, you see the camera left and put the camera right on Zaylee, and you can see her like uh, fucked up. But yeah. then she puts like a brave face, but then the, the scared face comes back on, and the brave face comes. So I go back and watch that now. Yeah. I don't remember seeing. Yeah, I felt so bad for her. I was like, oh shit. But yeah, but the Dragon Lady won. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next up, um, we had TNT and MSK in the ring. A little. Sit off, I guess. Yeah, a little face sitting. off with the chairs. And all. You know, talking about you know their matches or whatever. And you know, you know, basically Tommaso and Thatcher saying, you know, look at this man. He wants to hurt you. <laughs> MSK saying we respect you. All the stuff you've done here. That little face off, and that was it. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't a bad segment at all. Yeah, and um, what's it, the? I don't remember the names. The the white MSK. Um, he, he. He went to hit Champa, and Champa completely no sold it. And you go, and he's like, that one was free. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, these guys are not walking out with those titles. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I don't. I personally, I I rather MSK win it. I like that. Don't I love Thatcher? Yeah, I, you know, I'm not a Thatcher fan. Mm-hmm. But I like him in this tag team with Champa. The, the, I mean, think about that though. Like, peop, I think people like this tag team more than they like MSK. So unless they're gonna. Just completely heal them out and just which wouldn't be a bad idea. But I mean, if they're not, you know, you don't want to do what you did with Roman Reigns, where they're constantly getting booed. Yeah. But you're trying to push them as faces. Maybe you have them win it, and completely just heal them out in the process. Maybe. It wouldn't be the worst thing in the world to do. No. It really wouldn't. No. And we had the main event, Bronson Reed. Well, okay, I'm sorry. Right before this, he had uh, Mackenzie and Regal, and Saray comes out and challenges Tony Storm. Yeah, for next week. And, then and Tony Storm's another one that's been doing dark matches. Yeah. So she's getting called up too. Probably, yeah. And then he had uh, cross, the final cross and Gargano. And this is where Samoa Joe was involved, and he basically picked up Gargano like a kid. And then, oh, then they talk about next week, which we talked about anyway. anyway. Never. Yeah, we yeah. Next up, main event: Isaiah Swerve Scott defeated Bronson Reed to win a North American title. I read the results before I watched the match because it was the NBA was on, and they said due to outside interference by Hit Row, I'm thinking they took out Bronson Reed and something. Basically, they just distracted Bronson. Reed. Yeah, like they distracted. I think Bronson Reed just took out the entire Hit Row in the process. Yeah, they they. I mean, they tried to attack him, and he um, and he just took him out. <laughs> Top Dollar did a fucking awesome sprint across the fucking barricade. I yeah. That was awesome. I know, yeah. Um, but yeah, they, they, they attacked him and stuff like that. It's just yeah. the referee didn't see it. And then, yeah, and then um, Isaiah got, got the got his finisher on there yeah, with a little as, distraction. Yeah, as he was coming into the yeah. ring, he got the advantage. I, it was a good match. I thought it was great. I yeah. gave it three and three quarters. Same here. Um, Man, my, my, my. I, w- I would give him a match in the night on NXT, but I gotta give it to the opening triple threat. For NXT, yeah, yeah, I go with the opening triple threat. I'm going with the main event. I'm going with the main event. Um, this is a really good match. I mean, I've as ups, as much as I don't want to see Bronson Reed on Raw SmackDown, 
we are going to get some good matches out of Swerve. Yeah, but this, yeah, we're definitely going to get great matches out of them. Um, the, my problem is, and it's not NXT's fault, it's the whole WWE thing where they, they're in control. And if they want Bronson, they get Bronson. That's right. it. You know, but they were setting stuff up with Bronson. Yeah. You know? With, uh, you know, Santos Escobar yeah. and shit like that. I'm like, dude, why not you just let him get that over with, you know? Yeah, that's the problem. You know, it, it, Back the one, in the day, before NXT went live and stuff like that against AEW and that shit, you knew that these wrestlers weren't going to be there forever. There was a timeline. So all the storylines were short. Yeah, and they, they had that time, you know? And they worked through their storylines. It hard. It happened, but it hardly ever felt like, all right, we're pulling this roster now. Forget everything. You've the storylines were designed back in the before NXT went live yeah. to be short storylines. Yeah, because it was developmental. And, and after this, you're ready and you go up. And Vince McMahon knew he the way he planned it. He knew that I'm gonna let whatever storyline the wrestlers involved in get done first before I call them up. Yeah. That'll give me enough time to evaluate the talent. Yeah. Does it work? Yeah. But now it's, hey, we need a big guy. Keith Lee's there. Get him in. Put a skirt on him and put him out there. Speaking you know? of Keith Lee, no one knows what's going on with him. I'm scared. Well, his, um, put anything. his wife or his fiance, um, my medium, she, it's, I don't think it's a health issue. That's not what it sounds like. From what I read somewhere, I don't know how true it is, that he's trying to get rights to his like he's trying to own the rights to the name Keith Lee. Oh yeah. yeah. And WWE's fighting him on it. And that's why he's not on TV. Okay. Which sounds sounds about right. Yeah. I hope that's all it is. I hope it's not a health issue. Yeah, I was gonna scare because he keeps putting cryptic tweets out there talking about like I I hope to someday be able to tell you. The I, whole think, story I, think I think it's I think it's the copyright thing. I hope I, so too. I have a feeling that's what it is. It sounds about right. Because if it was a health issue, we would have heard about it. No. Like they wouldn't, you can't, you wouldn't hide the health issue only because you're the, you're around other town. Dude, Brody Lee. They if they say they want, if, especially Keith Lee is well respected, you know, they would keep it secret if he says keep it secret, you know. If his family says please keep. Yeah, it the secret. problem is, if if it was a real health issue, it wouldn't be Keith Lee putting out cryptic tweets. It wouldn't be me, his fiance being. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wouldn't be like. Too many people talking no, about. you're right. Yeah, yeah. When Brody Lee, especially Keith Lee, well, Keith Lee wouldn't be talking about. It, yeah. When Brody Lee was sick, nobody said a word. Yeah. He was off TV. He was hurt. That's all everybody said. Yeah. You asked about it. He's hurt. Yeah. That's yeah. all anybody talked about. Yeah. And to your point, Brody Lee didn't say anything. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. So that's why I think it's a legal issue. Yeah. I think it was maybe at one point it was like an little injury he was dealing with. That was an injury. You know what? I'm gonna try to legalize my name. Because maybe he's not happy in WWE. Like, I better, I better keep this name before I leave. Yeah. And that's how all this started. Yeah. I think, honestly, truth, I think Keith Lee is gone from WWE. Yeah, I hope so. I don't like him being there. I feel like he's well on. Un- or it'll be one of those deals where he leaves and he goes right back to NXT. You know, sure, he puts him right back he in NXT. He deserves better. He deserves better. Like, he deserves to be a, a major... Whether it's AEW or some other company or New Japan, whatever, he deserves better. Yeah. Um. But yeah, what was my point? Yeah, the NXT. You know, now it's WWE. They want a guy. They take him. Yeah. You're not done with the storylines. Get that title the fuck off him. Because we want him. 
carrying cross thing. They should have took. They had the perfect opportunity to take the belt off from in that fatal five way. You could have them lose the belt without getting pinned. Mm-hmm. It was a perfect opportunity. Yeah. And they didn't know, and nobody knew Karen Cross was leaving. They want Vince wanted them, so they kept it. They, yeah. That was a perfect opportunity because you're gonna make Cross still look strong without losing the belt. Yeah. But WWE likes to do shit like that, you know. Like you said, they like to Vince wants this talent. That's why look, Vince McMahon, what Vince McMahon has done for wrestling can never be overstated. He saved professional wrestling. Yeah. He made wrestling what it is today. He's the reason why wrestling is as big as it is now. No, a lot of people want, don't want to admit that. They don't. Because it's Vince McMahon. Yeah. But we have to be real about it. He is the reason wrestling is, is the way it is now. What, what some other promotions... That's true in many ways. Like, he's the reason why wrestling is what it is now. And then also, he's the reason why wrestling is the right. way it is now. But right? the point is, initially, like, we yeah, brought know, wrestling yeah. back from the brink. Wrestling was a niche thing. He brought it into the mainstream. Yeah. Rock and wrestling. You know, whole, he, he brought it into the mainstream. He really did. Having said that, it might be time for him to move on. Like, maybe one thing, I don't want Vince to die. God, no. Not, no, no, no. Let's not say that. But I don't want Vince running it anymore. Yeah. He, I mean, he's out of touch. I Well, here's the thing. I think they might be in a... I mean, it's going to be a while before we see it in fruition, but I do feel like they are going a good direction, you know, releasing all these talents, you know. Uh, hopefully, they need better booking. Oh, we didn't talk about that one talent they released. Who? The writer. The Yeah, she, yeah. Who didn't know anything about wrestling. She didn't know who Lashley was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and she was dumb enough to admit it on TV. No, I mean, listen. I don't care that she didn't know who the wrestlers are. Do you know how many writers they fucking have? Like 40 writers, okay? Not all of them watch or know the product. And That's so not that- the problem. The problem is, listen, you, you, if you, she was a com- she's a comedy writer. She was there to, to write the comedy bits. You don't need to know wrestling for that shit, all right? She was there to fill out blanks and stuff like that and dialogue and all that stuff. Like, you know, come up with ideas. Come up with yeah. a story so they can, hey, here's a beginning, middle, and end. That's it. That's, I don't mind them hiring someone who didn't know the product. The problem is, they have 40 writers. Odds are, the majority of them don't know the, the product. The prop, yeah, but the problem was, let's assume that's true. She basically said the quiet part out loud. She basically said, yeah, none of the wrestlers, you know, yeah, you, they hired me to write, oof, Jesus. We just watched Eddie Guerrero get thrown bull rope around his neck from the top rope to the to the table, and the table didn't break. Yeah. That shit looked like it hurt. I think he went through the wrong table. Huh? I think they went through the wrong table. Probably. <laughs> the but, wrong table was gimmicked. <sighs> well, the smash announce table, it should have broke. But the problem is, they hire a lot of writers that don't know about wrestling, but she basically admitted, said it out loud. Yeah. That's why we're talking about it. Yeah. Well, shit, WWE should have defended her. You know? Defend your hiring. They're like, yeah, she's a great writer. That's why we hired her. Instead yeah, of firing, but the problem you know? is, they, the backlash is gonna be, was bad enough about what she said. They didn't want to deal with the, the blowback. Yeah. They, oh, great. 
professional wrestling company and ratings are getting worse and you're going to hire somebody that doesn't know anything about wrestling. Yeah. That would be that that would have been the blowback right there. Yeah. Hey, they broke the table. <laughs> um, that would have been the blowback right there. Oh, you're going to hire people that don't, don't know anything about wrestling and you're defending it? This is why your product sucks. That's yeah. your blowback. Yeah. That's why you can't that's why you've gotta you've gotta cut the cord. It sucks to have forty writers and this is the product we're getting. <laughs> yeah. I heard the um Ricochet John Morrison match was pretty good though this week. Or the last week. Yeah. Uh I didn't get no, I didn't get to watch I didn't get to watch Raw or SmackDown last week. Yeah, we well, are busy. Um You're busy and I, and I just refuse to watch it. <laughs> I wish I had I wish I I refused to watch it too. Um you know, one of us got to take the bullet. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So, what show did you like the most? Uh, you first. AW, by far. Yeah. It was a great show. I loved NXT. I thought NXT was very entertaining. A lot of, you know, as you heard me throughout your, your review, there was a lot of things that I was like, what the fuck is happening here? I said that by AW, too. But, yeah. But, to me, a lot of the shit they do, they, they did this week made sense. It's great fucking matches. Great push forward. The great ending. And, uh, yeah. And then um, next week, we get Road Rager. I don't this know. This week, whatever. I don't know how to, where to go with it. Um, I'm going to give it a tie. Huh? Yeah, I mean, I didn't, I, AW has a, excuse me, I like the main event. It was good. It wasn't great. NXT was good. It just wasn't great. I mean, it had a lot of good stuff going on. Very similar, too, if you think about it. Like, yeah. Wasn't, I mean, the AW wasn't for a title, but they both had the interference. In the main event. In the main, yeah, in the main both event. Both of the women's tag matches were horrible. Which is the mixed weird, match, yeah. Oh, which is, which yeah. is just a weird yeah. thing that happened. Which is just a weird thing that happened. Like, they both... Like, they that, both had injuries. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> Yeah, it was, yeah, I'll give it a tie. Right. And that is the show for this week. That is the show. Hopefully next week we'll, we'll be together again. Together Uh, So until then, like, if we don't do a... See, it's hard. Yeah, I mean, we'll definitely do a solo show next week. Yeah. We might do two separate solos just to review tape. Um... Because I want to review, like, you, you review your show, I'll review my show next week. If we're, if we're not together. Okay. Because you, you have Fighter Fest, whatever. Road, Road Rager. Road Rager, and I have Green America Bash. Yeah. So, we'll have, to, we'll have shit to talk about. And I'll have yeah. basketball to talk about. So. Yeah. All right, that's the show. Call it. That's, how do you, that's not how you end the show. End the show. Call it, bitch. We bid you adieu. Goodbye and good night. Sweet. Woo.